Welcome to the Nightbird Radio Podcast. I'm Timothy Saylor, and I'm going to be your host this evening as we sound out the subconscious, navigate the nocturnal, and explore the farthest reaches of our experience. Coming at you from the back of an 86 Dodge Ram van on the rolling foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains in the Great Forest, deep in the heart of the Kali Yuga. This is Radio for the Hauntological Turn. This episode of the Nightbird Radio Podcast was brought to you by Mel Priestley, Amber H., and Lou H. Thank you for making this show possible. If you'd like to support the show and hear your name or a cryptic message in lieu of your name read at the top of the next episode, head to nightbirdpodcast.com and navigate to the Support the Show page. Thank you so much for your generous support. You keep this show going. And remember to subscribe to this show wherever you listen to your podcasts and give me a five-star rating. That helps a lot. I'm also on Instagram at Nightbird Podcast, on YouTube at Nightbird Podcast, on Mastodon at Tim Sailor at Numenots.club, and on Telegram at t.me slash Nightbird Radio. And welcome back, Nightbirds. It's great to have you back, and it's great to be back here in 2023. So wait, how long is Kali Yuga supposed to last? 432 million years, my lord. Shit! This week I was joined by Sharif Clark and Michael Simon, who came back on the show for a really fun and casual conversation. A great way to say goodbye to 2022 and hello to 2023. We talked about how bees are cool, critical conspiracy thinking, aliens and intelligence agencies, empire magic, initiation, and the guys shared some stories about magical operations with astounding results. We talked about the term UPG as a possible PSYOP, the technology of the written word and the magic of the spoken word. At one point, I think we captured an EVP. See if you catch it. We also gave our predictions for where magic is going in the new year. But I'm not going to keep you too long in the intro here. Let's get to the conversation. Igor, did you look that up on DuckDuckGo or Google? What you got in that magic pot? Yeah, what is that? Honey, it looks like just the honey, honey pot. Yeah, is, dude, it, I, is it mushroom I, honey, dude? Uh, homie, nah, dude, just honey. I'm making a hot toddy. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yo, that shit looked mad exclusive. I, I for a second, I thought it was a bubbler. I was like, yo, that bubbler is extra. I thought it was a fucking witch's brew, man. I thought oh, you were coming dude, correct. It, it is though. It's just tea and whiskey and honey. Nice, hey, it's things... just an excuse to eat honey honestly yeah that's just soothing though man i love yeah, honey dude what's up, bro. i fuck with bees heavy i want to get some man like i would really like to like me too hang out with them because i feel like oh they're a trip dude well and especially like nowadays it's weird right so like I'll fuck with bugs now. And I liked him as a kid a lot, right? I loved bugs. I would always go collect bugs. And then for a long time, I became afraid of bugs and they were gross and they're icky and they're like, they're not supposed yeah. to be here with me. But then once I kind of came back around to like this idea of like, now we're all sharing this shit together, man. 
Yeah. And like now, like I'll send bugs Reiki and shit when I'm holding them and stuff. <laughs> and I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> just blasting bugs. Just blast human them, Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> no consent. And fucking um, no consent. Try this, yo, try this. Try this healing death ray. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, I'm telling you, man. I don't fear them. And like, I feel like they don't act weird. Like they act chill, man. Like I'll fuck with spiders and everything, man. I feel like I could be covered in bees and no one would bite me. I feel like I would freak out. But if I got past my anxiety, I could probably get that too. What makes them want to bite? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just a base material dude. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, I, no, I, I fuck with bees though. There's something about the way they all work together, mm-hmm. and like, yeah, like when you're driving through Utah and all their state highway signs have beehives on it. You know, they're trying to be like, yeah, this is you're you're coming into this hive. Mm. Like we all oh, work together, and yeah, I mean that's what you know. There's I don't I don't know a lot about Mormon theology, but if they're using that on their state signs, there's probably like something going on and. Mm-hmm. Bees go way back, dude. We go way back with bees, and there's just yeah. yeah I, I like them. I think oh, it's yeah. seven. I think in seven seven seven, bees are attributed to Venus. Yeah, yeah that makes fact, sense. I'm actually gonna go get my copy. I have Eshelman's seven seven six and a half. Let me go see if that shit's true because there was something that went down. Something that went down uh, a f- couple years ago. With the Temple of Delima, we had we had a seminar. We have an annual seminar, so people from different temples come up. We linked, and there was some symbolism around Venus, and there was a shit like out of nowhere, like this entire swarm of bees just kind of came out of nowhere and like mm. infested one of the members' backyards, and then. It was like that for the whole fucking weekend, and we were in te- like we were in temple, like we we did our temple thing to cr- to kick off the weekend, and then the bees came, and then once we closed temple, they fucking left, and then we looked up like we looked up the the omen, like yo, what, what was that shit about? And sure enough, we somebody broke out seven seven six and a half, and I think yeah venus section with insects and the bees were attributed to venus and we were like what the fuck i mean they revolve around a queen right they produce this sweet beautiful honey Mm -hmm. they they all work together and they're all like they build a home together man they live in a well yeah and it's like their their individual will is all like right that's probably another reason yeah crowley put him uh, them with bees and venus I don't know. And, That's just and, what I'm thinking. And, and also, Venus is in Capricorn right now. You know what I'm saying? So you have this whole theme of like, you know, working hard, like, the, like harmony through work, you know, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and um, bees are also chthonic. Yeah. Especially and, in like the yeah, Hecate tradition because yeah, they build yeah. within caves. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, just the and scent, also, right? And yeah, that's the scent or whatever. I always and kind we, of felt like they also, had an ancestor connection or the dead, like for sure. Like I don't know, like mm, yeah. Well, Venus yeah. is conjunct Pluto right now too. It's not. It's not a direct conjunction. It's in. It's in within three. De- it's in. It's within the three degrees. So there, there is that chthonic 
uh connection to you know what I'm saying? Venus and Capricorn conjunct Pluto. Yeah, that's pretty uh-huh. Isn't aren't Venus and Mercury today kind of like hugging or something? Or yeah, something hold on one bit? second. Let me see. I think they I think so. Whatever happened today was hugging Bombs. is not the verb i would use oh yeah you not had a huggy day i've had a great object the adjective is that an adjective or a <laughs> verb no verb is an action right so you're hugging damn verb, sorry verb go back to action. second grade i think you, you could do you could i'm gonna start using hugging at hugging as an adjective like man i had a hugging day <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> you should dude i'm gonna do it with you i love it but Let's today see. was not a hugging day yeah no today was a pushing day for sure yeah. Mm. yeah well venus venus is venus and uh and mercury mercury is also it's retrograde right now and mm-hmm. it's, conjunct started, venus. Right? it's not exact it's they're a degree apart and venus and pluto are two degrees apart right now and mercury yeah. is within three degrees of pluto so there's a lot of fucking you know underworld yeah shit going on, bro hold yeah, on y'all i'm gonna like- let me go get my copy of seven, seven, six and a half and verify Mars and Aquarius yeah. and that swarm shit or Mars and the book of knowledge. What are we in? Gemini. Gemini. Um, I need to show up, <laughs> man. I talked, I had, I've been speaking all day. I've been talking to people all day long. Damn. What have you been talking? Who you been talking to? All I, day? I talked to Rev like the whole time I worked, me and Rev just were sat on the phone talking like, Cool. Um, yeah. Oh, Reverend Janglebone, shout out. Um, Shouts out. Yeah. <laughs> Earlier, I was talking to another guy, man. I don't know. I've just been like on the phone all day. It's been interesting. Mm, that's interesting on a Mercury retrograde. It is, man, for sure. Like I'm just is that like a is that like a switching things for you? Or are you usually not on the phone all day? Um, usually not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a switch. And like I, I'm available. You know what I mean? Like. I'm available to talk, so yeah, I talk. But like, no, not always. Like on the phone all day. It's it's definitely like different. Mm. Yeah, um, if this is how if, the, if today is representative of how's Mercury retrograde is going to go, then uh, I'm in deep shit. Dude, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're laughing about it, man. Dude, oh, man. everyone around me has been going through so much shit, dude. Um. Like it's been okay. crazy. I wonder what this has to do with. Okay, so my brother and his wife and my nephew and then my mom all got back from Mexico on Tuesday, right? Okay. And first off, they got stuck in customs for an apple, and then like the mm. the baby's car seat didn't come through luggage claim at all. Like it just didn't come. And then, which is like something that I never even thought of, and I was like, oh shit, that's really mm-hmm. a big deal. Like, and then. They get home, right? And I, I'm coming to bring them the dog and then pick up my mom and bring her back home. And I get to the house and my brother walks out of the garage and I'm like, dude, what is that around his feet? And the garage is totally flooded and the whole house is totally flooded. <sighs> and the kitchen, like ceiling caves in, caved in. Oh, God. The pipe froze. Like, and they left this thing dripping and everything, but dude, it just doesn't like it got eight degrees here and it, Georgia just doesn't, no, isn't prepared yeah. for that. Man. So I'm like, sorry to hear all that. It sucks, but it's like, damn, I, I, even they were like, what is going on? They asked me like, and like, what's going on with the planets? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> let me tell you. you yeah. <laughs> but you know, like, I don't know. It's just like, 
one of those moments where I'm like, okay, y'all are asking me about this now. Then we know it's bad. Like, yeah, man, I don't want to go into mine too much, but it's like my grandpa's dying and like <laughs> just the so way good. that everything is like trying to go. Oh, thanks, man. Just the way everything is like it's kind of swirling around like very Mars and Gemini. But also this, like, it's funny we're talking about the v, the Venus and the bees and the swarm, because that's how it all kind of seems. Like, it seems like there's something going out that all the bees are, like, getting kind of agitated about. And you know when they pick up that tone, when yeah. you could tell bees get agitated and the volume goes up, or, like, a dog barks. There's, like, this, this turn where a dog goes from a dog into, like, a demon. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's like kind of that in between right now. So it's funny that we're talking about bees for that reason, because that's kind of how I was seeing it all today. But yeah, <laughs> it's a definitely like I feel like when you were talking about the chthonic energy in the air, that's interesting with the Venus Pluto thing, because um, like the time between Christmas and Epiphany is mm -hmm. like just some super liminal time. Mm. it's also considered like a really auspicious time to die so maybe that's, that's interesting yeah hmm. um which is yeah, like, i don't know if he's gonna go that quick but uh, yeah, yeah 12th night right yeah that's a couple days into january i don't know how that works but yeah that's interesting i was also thinking some of the some of uh we found ancient tunes weave <laughs> like i was there digging <laughs> like archaeologists and shit have found honey as offerings in like ancient tombs and yeah. it's like preserved right like i think a couple years ago they cracked open some honey and they were like this hasn't like there's nothing wrong with it it's preserved yeah, it itself for two or three thousand years so yeah really man. good honey you I like, like, I like you can put stuff. that stuff on a wound mm -hmm. and heal it so yeah, I've, I've, i haven't tried it antimicrobial antibacterial yeah good for you it's good for them when you like take some right it's it, um it decreases your allergies too like right. if you have if pollen you get super allergies local or anything stuff, yeah yeah pollinates all your crops right because they all fly around communicating talking you can make booze out of it yeah mead right yeah. like how far does that go back yeah so and mead that's got to be the first and... some of the first like i don't i'm not like a historian by any means but i feel like that's got to be some disclaimer. Alcohol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would think so. In case too, you like, didn't know. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I, I, I'm just not like a rememberer fat guy about certain things, but like Gobekli Tepe, like they found leftover psychedelic beer. Like, what was that made out of? Probably grains. But yeah, meat has to go back. No, man. I feel like honey would have come before like honey beer would have come before grains. I feel like. I don't know. But I don't know either. We're gonna I don't know because if if we you gotta got get your a booze, grains uh, in your historian. in your Sumerian in your Sumerian stone warehouse, right, and it gets a little wet, and like but I, know, I just feel like, like people uh, were cultivating cultivating honey before they were cultivating grains. I don't know. You, it, I would, I would be inclined to believe this that. Is, but <laughs> yeah. I have honestly, no idea. We're gonna take. Like, speaking of grains, that. we're taking all this with the grains of salt, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like. Hopefully we're right about some of it. <laughs> I'm just going to be confident about it and then hope that makes the difference. Yeah, Odin and the right the mead knowledge. Yeah, the mead of poetry. Boss here, yeah. Yeah.
So found it. Okay. Well, All right. Found it. All right. So this is seven, seven, six and a half. Let's see. All right. So column 101. Wait. Column 105. Yet's erratic attributions. 14 Venus. Also attributed to Dalith. Okay. And then column 801. Animals, real and imaginary. You go down to line 14. The dove, sparrow, swine, oyster, porpoise, bee. Mm. So. A lot of like swarming animals, really. A lot of animals to spend a lot of time with each other. Pops. Yeah. 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 Pigs. Uh, yeah. I like pigs. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. But pigs oh, are, a well, are often thought of as a wealth like omen. Like um, pigs, did you know this? Represent like wealth and plenty and and uh mm-hmm. i know and like totally yeah because if you got pigs i mean you, you, you got me you got me yeah man you live <laughs> and you got my you got truffles bacon probably. yeah they got truffles you got like all your trash going away so, yeah like, yeah yeah patient concerns might be taken care of i think i wish i was like a historian sometimes man because like yeah. it would be cool to actually know what i was talking about but like these are things <laughs> i can extrapolate <laughs> But like well, when you think about like rants and sparrows and what was the other one? Swans. Just like grouping animals, animals that fly together, animals that travel together to different climes and stuff like that. Very Venus, very yeah, like one kind of one body. Well, multiple bodies, but like one thing, you know? It's very Venus, yeah. very love. Moving together. Especially in that in that thelemic way where love becomes like unity of whatever whatever you find well like a flock of birds right like how do they like there is some sort of uh like or you could be forgiven for thinking there's some sort of oversoul that's operating when they fly together like that it's the same with like a school of fish right like they look like they're moving as one being like they know where they're going yeah well they like the way they flock and um right school well according to seven seven six and a half the magical formula of you know of venus is agape and mm, yeah given yeah, cool. that bees are you know attributed to venus you know you get that that kind of that connection there yeah that's one of the love words in Thelema. Mm-hmm. Like that's one that, of the love words like in christianity too is it oh yeah, yeah. like but in christianity doesn't it represent like a it's unconditional like a love. service Okay. It's just unconditional love is is what I remember it being, and I'm I think, at, I mean, I they probably both came from the same root, which is the Greek, right? Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. I think the highest Crowley probably love, charity took it someone mm-hmm. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love of someone else because there's like erotic love, right? Eros, yeah. Eros, yeah. yeah. Agape, and yeah. But Eros is also like the driving force of the cosmos, isn't it? Like it's like the, I don't know. I just remember hearing that. I'm not sure. Is it? I, it probably depends what, on what who you're is asking. The driving force of the cosmos, fucking. <laughs> like I'm curious. Is it? Is it really like the heat and the ice meeting together in the creative void of Ganunga Gap? That yeah, you know what I mean. Like, is that the creative force of the universe, or like an eros? It's um, yeah. I would like to chase that down a little bit. I mean, eros would be the creative force of the universe if it's the one that like begets. Right. Yeah. I if wish I could people you know, have sex and they create you wish you could thing, be a historian. sex magic formula. 
you wish you could be a historian. I wish I could cite my sources. But alas, <laughs> and alas. We can. <laughs> we can. We just need to do it more and practice. I don't believe in it, man. I don't know if I do either, but the books are <laughs> some of the books are mad interesting. No, man. That's the thing. Like a bibliography that sends you to like 10 more books is like worth more than its weight in gold. Man. Yeah. Like, totally. Yeah. For real. Nightbirds. I hope you've been enjoying the conversation so far, and there's more to come. But first, I have to ask that you support the show. As I'm sure you've noticed, there are no commercials on this show. There are no paywalls. You get everything up front. For there to be free dialogue, I think it must remain uncaged by the interests of advertisers. But Nightbird Radio does cost time and money to make, and your support means I can spend less time delivering pizza and more time doing this. That's a win-win. So that's why Nightbird Radio is a value-for-value podcast. I hope you've found value in this show, but I can't and won't dictate how much. Only you can decide that. But what I can do is invite you to take that value, turn it into a number, and head to nightbirdpodcast.com, navigate to the Support the Show page, and donate. We're also listed on podcastindex.org, which means you're able to send Bitcoin via the Lightning Network using your favorite podcasting 2.0 apps, which can be found at newpodcastapps.com. I also accept services and dry goods in trade. There are many forms in which value is stored, after all. Email me at tim at nightbirdpodcast.com for more information. Sponsors will get a special mention at the top of the show. Thank you for your generous support. Do you want to get in on the conversation? I've teamed up with Numenauts to offer you the opportunity to do just that. For only a dollar a month, you'll get access to Numenauts.club, a Mastodon server for animists and artists that brings together the Nightbird Radio and Soapbox podcast communities. Just click the link that I've provided in the show description to get started. Now let's get back to the conversation. Yo, when did you get into conspiracy stuff? Like, when did that kick off for you? dude man not that long ago <laughs> okay word yeah because like yo man, Sharif, are, you, are you into this shit because sometimes i see when we're talking about it you're like eh. i'm if i'm like i'm i'm iffy about it bro you know what i mean okay i'm kind of iffy but, but what conspiracy but, it depends on what conspiracy you're talking about I think right it, because yeah, some I think, of them yeah. are fucking straight up like common knowledge yeah but don't get me wrong oh, man when i was when i was like in high school and shit in college you know me and my friends, we were always talking about fucking behold a pale horse and yeah, the symbolism on money Damn. and shit like like you the know. The symbolism I mean? on money is interesting. Like, and I always all was the like Masonic imagery on money and shit. I was always yeah. fascinated by secret society. Shout out William Cooper. Yeah, word. Yeah, rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Dilly. Really cool. Um but look, so it really actually hasn't been a long time. And like, I really, man, like, I will tell you this, bro. And don't let this change my your opinion of me. But when I was in college, I wanted to be in the FBI. You know what I mean? Like, I was a yeah, straight sexy. and narrow dude. Like, word. <laughs> yeah, I still want to be. I still want to be in the CIA, bro. I want to be a fucking too. spy. Right. I wish, <laughs> Who doesn't, I was like. Like I straight up, I, yo. If the Air Force called me right now and they're like, "Yo, we need you to come," be, we just need you to come through, bro. I'd be like, "Sign me up." Yeah, I'm like, "Yo, I'm pulling <laughs> up, pledge of allegiance, and all that shit." What if they were like, "We need you to I'll, wage I'll a mind war 
like against some people like you know what i mean like Nah, I don't know. It might be like a Star Wars scenario where they took all those X wings and then flew off and set up their own little shit. <laughs> yeah, right. But I don't know. <laughs> nah, you know what would be dope if, if someone, like an ex CIA agent or like a ex Navy SEALs, like they knew that people were like, "Yo, you fucked your life up, so you can never be in the CIA or you can never right. be a Navy SEAL," but. I can still train you for a couple hundred dollars. You guys want to go through some exercises. I, I would sign up for that shit so fucking fast, bro. Quick. I feel but like the, they don't even like those people are they who don't care. they really recruit, though. Yeah, I was like going to the say, CIA they don't care if your really life is fucked up. Who are like, yeah. Like they if want you're, you to if you're, stuff. If you're down, like <laughs> that's who they're really using yeah, for some yeah. of this nasty shit. Like, yeah. My, uh, my wife's grandfather <laughs> was a wild like dude and most of his stories yeah most of most of his stories can be like confirmed by his family just like the circumstances and i won't get into all of them because some of it's mad conjecture but like i have no i like the way this dude grew up and the way he joined the navy and he couldn't for the life of him in his diary. He wrote it a couple of times. Like, I can't figure out for the life of me why they didn't kick me out. He was like fighting all the time. And then eventually, I mean, I could tell the story, but eventually he, um, someone came to him and sat him down. and was like, you can't be doing this shit. <laughs> but like, but like, we might have something for you to do. And he started doing it. And, like most of his shit happened in the US, right? And this guy was like not on any rosters. He's not in any records. My man had ID, but never had to show it because people just would recognize him. Like told me he took, he stood in front of Kissinger and like listened to Kissinger tell him what to do a couple times and that he hated that dude. So it's just like there's some people that skate outside. Like they, they have the seals and they have all these special teams, but like, my wife's grandpa trained with the seals but was never officially part of the seal team mm -hmm. so like it's probably closer to that mm. in my estimation yeah because they want to be able to burn you when they can and just like my man retired at 27 years old and never worked again a day in his life yeah but it could have gone another, gone another way serious work it could have yeah. gone a different way, and he woke up one time, and they were like, "And no one like pretend like they thank fucking you so much for everything." Yeah, and he flew back. Well, I I guess he went on base and like taught and shit, but like I don't know, man. There's just some people, and probably most of them don't make it out. But this is Mac conjecture. I just like love the super soldier theory shit. I think yeah, it's, it's interesting. really interesting, and some of his stories like hair like and this dude was not in conspiracy theory and like raised the hair on the back of my neck because i've been in this shit for a long time so <laughs> it's a shadowy world dude it i is. wonder how often something like the departed happens and that's like to me like is a really Ooh. good like spy movie even though it's just cops right but like mm -hmm. yeah how often does something like that happen and just no one ever hears about it you know like yo and they just burn the guy it? and it's like yeah he Snow wasn't White. ours or, or they do like Operation Snow White, which is like this Church of Scientology infiltration yeah, of that government was crazy, program. man. And they got like 40,000 people into government positions. 
what like and they yeah. and they still oh, have you not heard about this track like most of them like yeah. this is oh, real wild. shit yeah that's wild it's so the biggest government like, infiltration um in history right or like in, in the u.s government history or maybe just in, in general history yeah right so you could have these little splinter cell agents or you could just like bomb that shit <laughs> oh. and send fifty thousand motherfuckers <laughs> in and like no one what are they gonna do you know you're already in wow yeah man we need so to, anyway we need to get tapped I, in to, to tap i was into just that. curious your take on conspiracy because like i said every once in a while but yeah some of yeah is just some of it is like really. i guess it depends it really does depend on it you know what i mean but the way things are going right now even like regular shit is so far-fetched you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it's like yeah we even it's need all in the open because dude. shit it is really already is. so wild You're totally right it's like, all in the like, open like life literally like what is it what is what's that saying uh reality is stranger than fiction or some shit like that yeah, like, yeah. some of the shit that is going down is just for real ridiculous yeah you know, i like, remember dude. i quit i quit looking at the conspiracy subreddit when the pandemic hit i was oh like when God. the pandemic hit i was like i am not even yeah i only think it's gonna get weirder right it's only gonna oh, get yeah. weirder too yeah like, oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, part of it, I think, man, that's really interesting, dude, is, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, is that, like, what seems to be happening is that the things that should be occulted are in the open, and the right. things that are in the open should be occulted. You know what I mean? Like, there's a flip mm-hmm. yeah, where it's mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Or they're include- using the occulted things to, like, they're just layering over the top. Yeah, like the way but it's all in the television open. advertising goes. Yeah, can connect back to these programs, so they just yeah, it's all totally open, and it's one of those things where like I heard somebody say that like I don't know if you ask an archon, are you an archon? It like has to answer you. It has to tell the truth or something like that. I thought that was like so. A it's cop. like you see, like you have to tell me you're a cop, dude. maybe. <laughs> well, cops, <laughs> demiurge. I don't know. Yeah, man. right. I mean, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, they both think <laughs> they're creating a reality that they're actually not creating. Petty rulers, man. Yeah, but like the way that like these sometimes you see tweets from politicians or whoever, and like they just they say it out loud, <laughs> like when um, this student loan shit hit, and there was a couple like I think Congress people on Twitter being like. This is a bad idea because one of our number one sources of military recruiting is people who can't afford college. Wow. Yeah. Like they just tweeted that shit. Straight up in the open. <laughs> just put they just just said it out there. It. Fuck it. And just it's like so you can tell there. it's getting wilder because it's almost like they can't they can't help it. Yeah. They're they're like compelled to just say this shit out loud and people go. Oh, <laughs> well, and then you have the people that like, okay, because like there's a camp of conspiracy that I'm definitely like not in, which is like, it's like a, um, just a knee jerk reaction to whatever's going on. And so, yeah. like, let me try to explain what I'm trying to say too. Like, and it's a lot of like fear based stuff, and they're always like worried about like satanic cults. Like it's yeah. there's just Satan and demons are, gonna, are doing everything. You know what I mean? Like the way that like, shit rolls. I call these conspiracy Christians, man. They're conspiracy Christians. Yeah, dude. Like, no, nah, man. You Christians gotta synthesize the weird shit with the conspiracy stuff and like kind of get like a nice, like a nuanced place 
instead of just like falling for the psyop that is the conspiracy and Yo, going to the other end because there's a nugget of truth in every conspiracy. Conspiracy theory. QAnon is a pro-government Dude. conspiracy theory. Have you ever heard of a dumber idea than a pro-government? <laughs> like, name me and tell me another pro-government conspiracy theory. Dude, they did. There was one life. in. There was one. Um, actually, dude, yeah. during the Russian Revolution, they used yeah. the same the same trick. Yeah, that is so funny, bro. Uh, <laughs> that is so funny. And they said, you know, the royal family is coming back. Like everybody, just relax. Don't do anything. The royal family is coming back, and like. Dude, it's it's the same play. It is a pacification play. They can't help it. They just like they there's just these cycles of them trying over and over and uh, over and over, and it just never works. You know, yeah, they just like you know for what whatever think? reason keep doing it too. Go ahead. Sorry. I I think it's because there's a there's a specific group of people that want they like they want conspiracy they want it to be real so bad yeah, that it's like because they want to be right. Yeah, yeah. They want to be. Like, it's more comfortable. Yeah, it's more, it's more comfortable, comfortable to know all this shit lines up for the re- yo. Yeah. If the reptilians are in charge of this shit, that's more comfortable <laughs> than it just being a bunch of absolute idiots running around doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Well, like it's yeah. way more comforting. I, I, and you know that used to be my argument against conspiracies was that well, it's actually the real. It's like the black pill version or like the darkest timeline. Right? Is that like? Everyone is just trying their best, and no one knows. It's like a it's a um, a Kafka esque right. nightmare. But I actually yeah. don't think it's quite that. I think it's a mixture of both. So like, and th- this <laughs> <Great>. is <laughs> <laughs> this like is when you get the, into it's like, like there's like a Venn diagram situation happening, dude. It <laughs> is right. So like, there's not like a shadowy cabal at the center of everything. There's like ten shadowy cabals, and they're all vying Word. for control. <laughs> You know, but yo, that the crazy Word. thing is, yeah, yo, the crazy thing is, you watch. So I watched this documentary about the Murdoch family, right, and yeah. Rupert Murdoch, and you get people like that, like it makes it, it like kind of supports the case that you just made. Like, like this dude had a dad who was in a war, wanted to get this country out of the war, used propaganda to make it happen and then became i don't i don't know he's he he just became a media guy and he started to you know he started a media company and he came up with this playbook to buy out smaller media companies in australia and then he dies and then rupert's like yo fuck this shit why stop in australia let's do the whole goddamn world right yeah you know and then you got this guy meeting other people who are literally like we are literally trying to take over the world like we're, we're we're, they're literal aliens like they're right. acting like literal <laughs> colonizing descended from technology aliens while you were wild. saying that all I, all I could see was like they live in my head it's but like, it is like exactly what's going it on is it live. is but it's, it it's is. just there's multiple factions right so like you have the right. murdoch and like the private corporate like uh, anarcho-capitalist faction but then you have the media that's controlled by governments man and they're doing the same totally. thing they're just trying totally. to keep control of the world they're playing the, and yeah, they're, they're, they're all, all the vying against each game. other and they're like you know who loses guess who yeah, loses everybody everybody yeah everybody because everybody yeah. everybody's too they're like no fox news and then they're like no cnn it's and it's like dude 
Yeah. You fell for it, bro. Like, yeah. Like, and that's why, like, the head on a swivel thing, like, this conversation is the kind of conversation I like to have because it's going to satisfy nobody that listens to it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Everybody's like, yo, fast forward through this shit. But yo, yo just yo, but because people want to be right. Consume. And it's not a matter consume. of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not a matter of like, oh, yeah, you called it, man. That was what was going to happen. Like, everybody right. dropped dead. You know what I mean? Like, it's really, it's a much more nuanced gray area but that's like man where the... it's like the way project looking glass works yeah. whereas if you look at a scenario and you can see all the scenarios then like you can plan for all these scenarios so that they'll like do i'm not saying they do this but like they they'll do something right problem and then they'll go to looking glass and see which which scenario works best for them and then they'll implement that slowly like that's how if you are crazy like that's kind of how this shit could look because people you see people calling stuff early in the pandemic that like didn't necessarily pan out and it's almost like like the observer effect like I, when you see it it becomes yeah. not a particle and it becomes this other thing right oh that's interesting. like the yeah, act of you observing the, it like changes it almost the awareness so yeah i don't know it's it, conspiracy theory works weird like that too definitely there's because... all this historic shit and yeah I don't, yeah Want to hang out with other night birds and soap heads? For only $5 a month, you can gain access to the Polytechnic of the Numenauts, a private Discord server for artists, animists, and searchers that brings together the Nightbird Radio and Soapbox podcast communities. Just click the link I've provided in the show notes to get started. Now let's get back to the conversation. Anyway, I just I just sent him a, I just sent him a message. Yeah, yo, Cole, Cole, Cole's me for a second. How yo. can I do that? How do I do that? Is there? A, um, oh man, <laughs> this is so funny, dude. Like I'm such a Zoom fucking. Nah, go go to participants and then then look. <laughs> I can the me. listeners out there. Y'all, y'all get enough. He's trying to take control of the. Uh, he's trying to take control <laughs> of the meeting. They live. What cabal do you work for, dude? <laughs> All I nah, have I'm, is nah, okay, exp- So I go to participants. I go to yeah. Sharif. Yeah, More. go make, make co-hosts. Make this should be make co-hosts. Damn, I wish a cabal make would host. show up. Like I could use some money. So I can um, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna put y'all onto a real conspiracy right I now. I can yo. make you the host, right, but I can't it. make you the co-host. Is that the same thing? I yeah, I make me make me the host real quick. But is the recording still gonna come to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Cool. All right, so this out, now. All right, so this is what I want to know. Right? All right, let's hear it. Why does Mo look like the dude from the Esoterica? Damn! <laughs> like, dude. that's a real, like, what? I love like, that guy. Oh, deep faking right now or what, bro? <laughs> nah, yeah, like, dude. nah, this is dead ass a conspiracy, nah, bro. <laughs> that is, it is a conspiracy. I claim that I'm not this man. I put it on record that this man and I are not the same man. He's like, got a great I would never re- I would never wear horn rim glasses like that. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, what are you ass, saying bro. to me right now, dude? Yo, deep fake, bro. That's all I gotta say. Deep fake. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god, man. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing that's funny about deep fakes, okay? Maybe. Listen to this, Probably man. I just thought of this. People are concerned that the technology is going to be used to make politicians fake. 
<laughs> yo, we don't yo, need see, it, dude. See, this is like, yo, this is this, this is the conspiracy shit that just like, yo, are you serious? Like, just look at the yeah. politicians now, bro. Right? Yeah. Like, we yeah. don't need machines to make the politicians fake at all. Like, they no, are these literally are idiots. They are. We have the. It's like, like, it's like They're we have idiots. the dumbest. We have the generation of flunkies that just you know got shooed into the government and are now yeah. like like what the yeah. that's really i mean i think really what we're coming towards is going to be more you know yeah i, I think, think it's you know, i think it's over for us americans bro like it's, that and it's more because of the problem that ass bro this shit is done this experiment democracy on its way out oh shit and it, and it took all it took was all it took Welcome was a to big ass lie. prediction took, show. It just yeah. took like it just took like <laughs> like like someone was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Just see, <laughs> see, this shit was was fucking rigged. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. That's all it fucking took. And you know what? It was being rigged the whole time before that, and no one. It was cared. Oh, God. Ex- exactly. But yo, but this this goes back to the Murdoch. Yo, yeah. Rupert, Mur- Rupert Murdoch single-handedly, not single-handedly. Well, it breaks the game, other right? People. It breaks yeah. the game to call the game. Like you can't. Like there's kind of right. Like, totally. Like, yeah. Right. Like because it's like I think, everybody. Like, Santa Claus isn't parties. real. Santa Claus isn't real. Santa Claus is your mom and dad. Look, Santa Claus is your mom and dad. Yeah. Now what? Right. Right. What? You know, you're like, look what shifts. <laughs> yeah, dude, look what shifts in but reality, for sure. And it shifts reality and it breaks the fourth shit. wall yeah. in a way, man. Like it, it, because everyone wants to live in the, in the, um, the illusion of the, the perfect society or whatever, right? Like you want, yeah, like I, my parents love each other very much and they never fight, right? Like <laughs> everyone wants to live in that world. And uh-huh. when you, introduce doubt into that man it really is like that's exactly it's, corrupt, it's original sin right it's that it, like word word i'd never oh, thought about it like that wow that's wow. crazy because usually like usually when i say something like people don't want to hear it i'd like i i probably walk it back because like i remember how hard it was for me to realize this shit and like look around and like have to be like fuck <laughs> and and I've seen people go crazy from it too. Like I've seen yeah. people like realize it and go and go and go and go and go, and they don't, they can't find. Some their people way back don't make it back, man. They mm-hmm. can't find their way out, and like it's understandable. Mm-hmm. It the whole like man, I like it's to initiation, think of it as a, like a mythology set. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, it's like a mythology set. So there are initiation points, and like when you do it, like I don't know. I think I talked about this on. Uh, soapbox but like if you get abducted by aliens and you show back up at home and the next day you don't have any food in your house you got to go to the grocery store like man how the fuck about, are you how do you reconcile that? that exactly yeah i think about that conversation all the time dude and i think yeah. that like but I, you did talk about that on soapbox and i think about that all the time man and that's i remember the rubber, how that's where the rubber meets like, the road dude that's yeah. like the work of life I lost like my like my second semester of senior college year because I just had this fucking experience that just like I couldn't I couldn't do anything else like I just had to do I just had to chase this shit down the whole and it like thankfully I was deep enough in college or it like would have torpedoed college for me like I I could just cruise at that point but like I remember 
losing like a year of my life, like trying to reorient in this new place. So yeah, yeah, man, it's deep. It and I don't mean to poo poo it because like the steak tastes good, man. And some people just mm-hmm. want to stay and eat it, and I can't hate mm-hmm. them for it, dude. There's nothing wrong with it, and like I actually like I'm kind of on the um. There's this author Anthony DeMello, and he talks about um he's like a mystic uh Christian mystic. But he talks mm-hmm. about how like it's actually violence to try to wake someone up that doesn't want to be woken up. Like I probably would agree, honestly. You know? I I agree. And I don't even think it can be wake, violent. Like mm-hmm. the waking up thing is like a is a a loaded fucking term even now. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We might get canceled throwing that shit around. Oh, dude, I'm I mean, canceled. I come yeah. pre-canceled. <laughs> I, I lost a. <laughs> says it on the can. Man, I lost a lot of. I lost some followers on this one. Uh, recent one, man. Um, it's cool. I got back more than than I lost. Yeah. <laughs> when I was talking about some conspiracy shit, man, I think people listen to it and they're like, they nah. one? "No, the one with um with Noah." Mm, did you I listen don't to think that I've one? To that yeah, no, not yet. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, we went deep. Okay. And you cool, know, I gotta I gotta wait to cancel you too. I'm gonna yeah, cancel I'll be like, yo, fuck Publicly. Tim Sailor. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Because shit. I think like, and so one of the things that we talked about was like, okay, so here's what's concerning to me though is that Word. I do think that thinking with conspiracies like stretches your consciousness. I think that like my ability to take something and look at it from another angle and like question mm-hmm. it in a way that's mm-hmm. like not socially acceptable at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like I'm stretching my mind and I'm doing it in a way that isn't actually um going to benefit me in a societal way. So it's not like I'm um gaining friends or money from this. I actually mm-hmm. only stand to lose from it, but I'm mm-hmm. bending right. my mind and looking at something from a different angle anyway and taking the um the risk onto myself for doing that. And so I think that it um it is a consciousness expanding activity when I can approach it with like what we're doing now with like a light heart and yeah. with the head on a swivel and yeah. not like get sucked into the rabbit holes and not right. like join a militia or whatever and like <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like it's yeah, easy I not do. to, right? But I if do, I can yeah. do that and and so the reason that I think it's um it's concerning is that the the dialogue about conspiracy theory it seems to me to be telling that critical thought is being so like maligned right so like yeah you know because like if i want to be like well let me just like look up if the world is flat right (laughs) you're going into psyop town dude there's like fake websites that you're on your way dude it's so right and like on all sides from both sides right yeah yeah (laughs) and so that's really concerning to me man well it's and it's like there's no one like when you have these experiences the only people you know who to turn to are like people on message boards right Like, like youtube yeah when i was i think i was 11 or 12 and I had always just had this like mistrust of adults, like from the beginning mm-hmm. and like things happened to me in elementary school that was like, oh, okay, I, I think fuck these people, but I'm going to give it a couple more years. And then I, I went to my dad's friend's house and he handed this book to my dad. He's like, yo, check this out. It's re- this, this really interesting history book. And it was ruled by secrecy uh, by Jim Mars. Yeah. And oh, he like, he's, it, he yeah. T- he talked about the part where like they let Pearl Harbor happen 
in order to pull us out of the depression economy because they knew it would kickstart like a real industrial revolution in this country. And I was Mm. like, fuck, I got to read this book. So I read it and it, and I was 12 and I had nobody to go to. Damn. You read that when you were 12? Yeah, man. I was into this shit way probably earlier than I needed to be. (laughs) Cause I was interested ever since I had that experience with angels in like second, second grade. Like I was chasing this shit down. My, my dad had these like, remember those, they were like, um, life books and it was yes. it would be like mysteries of the unexplained oh, i love those and there'd man. be like a gray alien in that shit and i would look through it all day I couldn't and the pictures the of the aliens were scary as fuck dude the pictures of the aliens scary were so scary fuck. dude and so compelling dude so compelling <laughs> there's okay, like, and like that lamb looking yeah. for something a little bit deeper you know that yeah. lamb picture that was like the what crowley came in contact with lamb and it looks exactly yeah, like yeah. a gray alien oh my god just yeah. thinking about it just giving me chills right me now, too bro. man and so like <laughs> and that was before any of that shit right so like there is something in our collective unconsciousness that takes that image and just experiences fear it's like when a fear, cat sees something that looks like a snake like we right. just know that that's something wrong like well and know. you see the spore like start mushrooming in culture Right, like I saw those books, and then like X Files would come on, and my next door neighbor would watch it, and just that intro alone w- was like, okay, like there's obviously something m- going on here, and since I don't have any adults to talk to, like I guess the X Files is it. I guess I'll read these weird books and just like be a weirdo and hang out at the comic shop and like because I didn't know what else to do. We don't have shepherds for this shit, and like mm. I don't want to say it's like we shepherds for the truth what's really going on but like if if we could think more critically about it and just like have it as a mythology so when a kid approaches and is like yo tell me tell me why zeus was tell me why zeus had hair from his leg and shit like there's people who can explain those myths but we don't have anyone in our culture maybe we do a little bit more but there's yeah you hear what i'm saying no i totally know what you're saying and so one, one thing nick hinton said was that um he was talking about how conspiracy theories our modern mythology and i would actually yeah. take that like a step and say they are what happens to mythology when you don't have any framework for it right you don't any have elders that pass it down you totally. don't have storytellers um yeah we do but you know what i mean like yeah they're telling these um, stories though so like when the gray alien shows up robotic coming from this robotic spiritualist culture like Mm -hmm. it's no fucking wonder that these whatever these things are are showing up like that to this like completely devoid of really any spiritual impulse outside of mainstream christianity like it's some interesting idea to look at it uh as empire magic when you think about the the okay so like why i always wonder like why does the government like care so much about managing the ufo story yeah and it's like well it's empire magic dude they're managing the story they're managing the story like it doesn't right they don't have to necessarily be hiding anything i mean they they are you know what i mean but like yo no no one believes they're doing good anywhere else so like they might as well be working with aliens because that's like the next step yeah after we lose this whatever patriotic thread like held us together originally <clears throat> like once so that's funny? gone and it is like these, you know what's so f- i'm sorry to cut yeah you. go ahead no go yeah. ahead 
I was going to say, Project you know what's Blue funny Beam. about that? Shouts out Project Bluebeam. My bad. <laughs> the second coming is going to be Bluebeam, dude. They're going to project Jesus over that motherfucker. Shreve, what's, go fun- ahead. what's funny about that is, from what I understand, the government like declassified and released a shit ton of information about UFOs, and nobody gave a fuck. Like, no and maybe like it's like it like you would think like first off, growing up in like the eighties and the nineties. You know, specifically the 90s when you had shows like The X-Files, you had these fucking shows, these HBO shows, these documentaries about UFOs where they fucking scared the shit out of people. You know, like to to have that information confirmed and have people be like, fuck it. People don't people want to eat the steak. Yeah. Well, also, I think it, it goes to show you that like. How jaded we are as a fucking we're jaded, but also it's much more of a religious belief mm. than it is like based on like some data. Like yeah, right. Oh, oh, yeah, Word. yeah. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like we put that actually puts it, it, like, puts okay, it in the realm of myth. That puts it right like yeah. what you just said, yeah, that but, really but, does camp it adjacent to like mythology. You know right. what I mean? But there are always some people that you talk to and like they'll tell you a story and it's like huh like what is going on here because like my my wife's grandfather his name is steve we were we went to hawaii when i first started dating her and he was outside with me one night and i kind of found they were kind of telling me who he was so i went out there with him one night and we were watching the sunset and i was like yo tell me about ufos and he's like i don't really like that i don't know anything about ufos but like, and this, I have to, I have to stress this before I tell the story. Like this dude was not a conspiracy theory guy. Didn't like it. Didn't, didn't fuck with it. Had no interest in it. When I brought up things, he would poo poo it and be like, that's ridiculous. So he tells me this story and he's, he gets sent to Wright Patterson into a library and he's looking for a book in a library and he has access to whatever, whatever vault. I know this is, this is just the guy's story I'm relating to. Um, so he goes in, into the one of the vaults and on a shelf, there's a, he tells me there's a blue notebook and he picks it up and he looks through it. And it's just a bunch of pictures of what looked like UFOs and he's uninterested and he puts it down. He goes into another vault, finds the book and leaves. And like this library was later covered up with concrete completely. So oh, it's like w- someone will come forward in your life. Like, dude, I think if you keep doing this podcast, like eventually the weird synchronicity is going to happen. And someone's going to come tell you a story and they're not going to know if they're validating a bunch of shit, but like it, it also takes that mythology thing and like mm-hmm. intertwines it with someone who looks like an initiate. Mm. Like a John so Keel where, type uh, situation. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Well, I'm just talking in what terms you, of like, what the, are you, what are you supposed to do with like someone who's so credible like that? Yeah. You know, that's like what all I, these th- people. Dude, that's what I find so interesting about experience, right? Like, because, dude, in the end, it doesn't, like, it's beyond, and this is why it's like, this is also kind of putting it in the level of myth, right? Experience is beyond what is considered real or not real. It is, like, to me, it is like the fundamental element of reality, right? Is experience. Mm -hmm. And so my experience, like, Dude, I can have an experience and I could be sitting here in this van, like, but going into like another dimension, but like, yeah, 
to you, you're like, oh, you could say, oh, well, you were here the whole time. But, dude, I went. Right. I was there. Ooh. My experience was that. Like, and I'm probably not doing it justice, but you know what I mean? Like, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how time works. There's, right? It's geographic. Yeah, man. And, like, so what you're saying, right? So, like, when that person comes into your life who just totally, like, just it's non, like, like their oh, story can't here. exist almost at the same time as like my consensus view of reality. Ooh. Dude, that tears the veil. Right. And it does like, and, 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 that, and it's interesting because this dude lived in such a liminal life, like that someone like that is able to communicate that to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like those liminal people who show up. Like when you walk out of uh, CBS and some like dude, who's obviously, been smoking it for three days and up for the last seven or whatever like he just comes out and tells you some shit and you're like what what like (laughs) there's a sink in there somewhere for you it's like it's these people who live on the edge sometimes but i think that that's um who like the gods those people are the messengers of the gods man yeah touched by madness right yeah Mm -hmm. Cause like when I remember when I lived in like downtown, this would happen a lot more. Um, but I would come into contact with people who were, um, man, like I like sometimes I look back and I say like, was that person there, or was mm-hmm. I like having a a an ex- like a peak experience that I just was, um, that yeah. I was in- interpreting as a normal interaction with a person on the street, but mm-hmm. like this person said things to me that like were pertinent to my life in a way that they couldn't have known, but they, like, it's just right. like you're talking about. Yeah. You ever have that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like those <clears throat> oracular interactions, yeah. you know, with, uh, yeah. Or some, they just say something or you just like see something or they just like, con- it's like someone tells you a story and it confirms like a bunch of weird shit that you saw in a rabbit hole one night. Like, and yeah. that, and it's, it's the weirder shit sometimes that like, I don't know. It's, it's easy to hide that Mirage man documentary is really good about this. It's just easy to hide shit when things are so uncertain. Like if mm-hmm. the other side doesn't even know what they're dealing with, like if the air force doesn't even know what they're dealing with. Someone starts seeing something. Then like the disinfo agents head out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Chaos and agents. it just gets tangly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it, man. Anyway, thanks for answering that question, though. I, I was curious when you got into conspiracy shit. So, yeah, man. It yeah, what a, what a ride we just went on. Yeah, yeah, no man. Doubt, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I think that it's such great. a it's such a fascinating topic. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and all these other but spiritual I like what experiences, you... like add add, like when you start talking about magic and like how that interacts. But um, yeah, that's another thing. What were you about to say, Sharif? I wanted to say I really liked where you were going with like, in, like engaging with you know conspiracy theories as a way to like expand your your consciousness. You know what I mean? You know, mm. or 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 like more rigorously put, a way to sort of exercise like your capacity for critical thinking by engaging with information that. Mm-hmm. At first, you know, at first glance can seem so um, yeah. ridiculous, you know, yeah. but the more that, but like 
there's like a, there's a skill to being like, let me just set aside. Yeah. Sort of criticism. Let me just set aside, excuse me, anything that I have going on about this. And let me just yeah. engage. Yeah. You, you know? remember the first couple of times you did the LBRP? How like ridiculous. You oh, felt how fucking weird it was. Yeah. yeah, dude. Yeah. It, it like didn't feel right. I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. I'm spinning around a circle. And yeah. then eventually it like actually works. Right? Is that the one where you yeah. did this shit? Yeah. Uh, one hand, you drop pentagrams in the yeah. air and, and yeah. like yeah. point your wand or whatever you have in the middle of the pentagram. And I don't want to. I think like, I maybe did it once. I'm not sure that I ever actually ever did it. I think I you did know, the, the visualization part. Mm. I get to, Where you I float above you. the earth? Is that? Yeah, that's the first part. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. first part. Okay, you know, yeah, I just that's the first part. Yeah. yeah, I no, got what I needed. Give up. <laughs> no, I, I encourage. Like, if people come to me and they're like, "Yo, tell me, I'm feeling like some ritual in my life." I'm like, "All right, go do the LBRP for like six months, yeah. every day." Yeah, it, it takes. It definitely. It de- It's definitely something that starts to speak back after after you've done it over a long period. Yeah, of time. I can and see it, that. For it sure, just right. gets you ready. It gets you ready spiritually to like understand like oh okay i can feel something coming in and it vanishes i'm not saying it's like the be all end all ritual but like mm-hmm. i think some kind of energy practice like, like the lvrp is like really super beneficial at the beginning and it, because it helps banish these things that are like this is ridiculous this is never going to work like what am i doing how do i change yeah those things? are spirits right as soon as you banish that and this shit starts working it's like oh hmm, okay Let's see yeah. what else. No, man, I'm I'm all about like a visualization energy practice like like that. Like yeah. And I, I've done a lot of similar stuff. Um I just never for whatever reason like that one didn't ever vibe with me. But like Yeah. But that's what you guys were saying about like engaging with it and like seeing what happens. I think that's just yeah. a good dude, yeah, I think, you never know. You never know. Dude, contempt prior to investigation uh, is always something that's kind of holding me back you know what i mean yeah contempt prior to investigation and like Mm. that's something that i have had for a lot of things and when you were talking about when you were talking of when you were we were just talking it reminded me of when i was like um hook line and sinker into evangelical christianity right like yeah i was all in man but oh, i want to see pictures ben, and video of you dude there's pictures of me worshiping and praising god uh, oh i want to see him <laughs> dude i'm a deep and, fake him oh yeah deep fake him <laughs> <laughs> hold it over stuff. your head if i don't like this interview <laughs> yeah man um, <laughs> i'm dropping these pictures. but look so there were things i wasn't supposed to read man like mm. I wasn't supposed to engage with things that that um questioned that view. You know what I mean? Like that oh, questioned yeah. these things. But when I did, it's the same feeling I get when I read like a really good like conspiracy that I'm not supposed to believe in. Like or yeah. the, like the people that believe that are crazy, right? Yeah. When I do that, and so it's the same sort of exercise, like uh, there's that Terrence McKenna. If it's real, it can it take, can take the, the weight. Yeah. yeah. So Ooh. I'm going to lean on it a little bit. Let me lean on my yeah, ontology yeah. a little bit and Ooh. see if it can take the weight. 
Yo, this whole so conversation like, is mad Jupiter and Aries, by the way. Where, like, oh yeah, just that, just like that, that that willingness to trail, like the willingness to to like one, like kind of separate yourself from the crowd, you know, and be willing to tr- like to trailblaze, like philosophically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Which is a good you point know, for because the, for the sake of like expansion, like you talked about, like. Like, look, at the end of the day, this shit might not be real at all, but who gives a fuck? Because I just expanded my ability to research something to do to, you know, I expanded my ability to critically think for myself. You know, Um, I expanded my capacity to engage in iconoclasm, you know what I mean? And destroy images that I've been cultural or societal images that have, yeah, that have like, you know, that at one level have left Real me docile and robbed me yeah. of my of my you know of my individual power and authority you know i've i've, I've expanded my ability to think for myself you know for i've sure. expanded my ability to withstand criticism from others you know yeah. who, who hold like opposing views mm. and who lack the ability to at least suspend their beliefs it's like yo it's like the soldier and the hunchback bro if you ever read Crowley, mm, Soldier of the Hunchback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, damn. Shit. Okay. I haven't you read know. it, but I will. Read that. Dude, yeah, you should check really, it out. I'm really glad that you said that because it mm-hmm. actually makes a really good point, too, about conspiracy is once I am no longer doing the things that you said, I am now not doing it anymore. I'm doing it wrong. Right. So like yeah. once I start to follow blindly, once yeah. I start to take things hook, line, and sinker, once I yeah. start to not question my own shit, yeah, I'm all of a sudden. I'm no like even if I'm doing conspiracies, if I'm doing those things in regard to my conspiracies, if I'm just following them blindly, I'm not doing it totally. Anymore. Yeah, and so totally. I gotta swivel again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the trick of conspiracy That's theory. The trick. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the trap. Yeah, that mm, is the hundred percent the trap. That's fucking dope. well. Damn. So when was the first time that you did magic, and you were like, because I want to hear this from both of you. When was the first time you did magic? Or like you did something and something like extra happened and you were like, oh, okay, this is, this is real. Sharif. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking, man, I got to think too. Yeah. Mo, do you have one while we think? Yeah. Was that a trick to make you answer your own question? Probably subconsciously. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I've been, I just, I've been thinking about this a lot and I just wanted to put it out there. Cause it's like this. It's a this is a the following is a true story. So I started smoking weed in uh, my sophomore year of college. Like I had a house with a couple homies, and we had a pool, and we would have some parties. And I was a little drunk one night, and I went in my homie's room, and people were smoking. I was like, "Ah, oh, okay, I'm gonna kick it." And they were like, "Do you wanna?" And they were cool about it. And I did it a couple times and everyone was cool. And I sat back in my homies. He had a recliner and they were playing some music. And I just like leaned back in the recliner because it worked this time. The first time it didn't really work. And I was laying there and I felt myself like lift up and like keep going. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm... But I felt like still attached. So I like, all right, well, let's just see where I'm going. So I went through the roof and I could see in our backyard. And we had a party going on and there was like 
people in the pool and there was like some girls in the pool and I just heard one of them say like, oh damn, I wish I had a Corona. And immediately my spirit body or whatever, like went to the cooler. I know this is a really base spiritual experience, but like I went, <laughs> I love it. I went to the cooler and like in the back of the cooler, like there was a Corona and I was like, mm. I have to see, I have to know. And as soon, as soon as I like had that thought, my, I went zoop back into my body and I like stood up <laughs> and just left the room and I went straight to the cooler and it was it was exactly where I just saw it. So I was like, okay. So I picked it up and like took it to this girl and she looked at me like I had three fucking heads. And I was mm. like, I, and I offered it to her. I wasn't being creepy. I was like, yo, do you want this Corona? Like, I didn't know what to say. Like, I just saw you from my spirit body because I was high as fuck. And I know you want a Corona and I found you one. And then I came back and I'm going to give it to you. You want it? Like, well, And that girl you, was your you wife. No, 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 no. Oh, she looked at me kidding. like I had three heads. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to go like watch TV. <laughs> and I went inside. I was like, fuck it. Like I have some pizza inside. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to explain this. Like headbangers ball is probably on right now. I'm just going to go watch that. So I went in and everyone's just partying. And I just turned the TV on and turned the headbangers ball. And one of my favorite songs is just starting, right? That three inches of blood tri uh, trial of champions song. So I was like, okay, <laughs> that's cool. So I watched that and it was way cool. And then another song came on, which was What a Horrible Night to Have a Curse by Black Dahlia Murder. And it like, have you ever had those music experiences where you hear a song and it's like, oh, okay, I'm into that shit now. Like, oh, okay, yeah. I get that now. Mm -hmm. Like, and I had that with death metal and then I've been into it ever since. And I was like, this is fucked up. And I just went to bed. But like that point, I realized that there was something else going on and I mm -hmm. wanted to get back into that really brought me back around to like getting back into occultism because before yeah. I just dabbled as a kid yeah. and I was like, if this is like, what's going on, like I got to know. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like well, thanks for letting me tell that story too. Cause I've been like thinking of processing it a lot. Lately. I like it too, because it has some great elements of like a good, um, like a sigh story which is where like it's never something crazy like i never get the secret to the riddle that solves my whole life i just get like right like i remember i had this precognitive dream one time that it was like i dreamed that i was working at a restaurant at the time and my boss was really cheap and he never wanted to change the mop head and uh you know it's just one of those things that i would think about because i'm like this mop head it smells terrible but it needs to be changed like, this guy's cheap as fuck and he's never going to change the mop head so i one night dreamed that we were closing down and I was mopping and he was like, Oh, change the mop head. And then the next day when we were closing down, I got the mop and he went, Oh, you know what? Change the mop head. Damn. I, I called it, but it's like, what do I, yeah. How do I, what do I do with it? Like if, if I tell that story to someone else, they're going to be like, okay. <laughs> right. Like, and I told people it and they were like, Whoa, that's crazy, man. You know what I mean? Right. 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 <laughs> totally. But you got to tell the Santa. Sorry, go man. ahead. That I was gonna say, Mo. You got to tell the uh, the Santa Muerte story, bro. Oh damn! I was just, you know what? I was just texting my homegirl about that shit the other day. Um, so I was living in a house in Phoenix, um, with two other homies, and it was kind of like a weird neighborhood, like in the middle that of Phoenix. Like Phoenix. It was like this. 
it was like this really weird like forested neighborhood it was beautiful the house was really weird but i was living there when i like joined up with the magical group that i ended up working with for a couple years and like it was there that i really started like in that house i started doing all kinds of shit probably that i shouldn't have been doing but we had we would have a uh, like uh we would do something on the full moon like every full moon i'd be like yo does anybody want to just come over and like we'll figure it out and just do some shit and we've done some cool shit mm-hmm. and i think it was in october it was a full moon and like looking back on it like all these things are like oh okay that was stupid but we did a, a kate ritual an invocation on a full moon in october mm-hmm. so i live in phoenix <laughs> right like there's phoenix's pretty diverse i mean i lived in a neighborhood that like was basically a mexican neighborhood and there was mexican restaurants all over the place and there's one next door that we could walk to and we did we would get drunk or whatever and go to walk this place the next morning and they had a produce warehouse in the back of that shit right where a produce warehouse yeah so we're in the house doing a full moon ritual it was me my homie kevin Sandra and my roommates were all there and Kevin did the LBRP and I was doing the LBRH and then Sandra did um, the invocation to Hikate from fuck. She just told me what it was from Crowley vision of the voice mm-hmm. in the vision of the voice. She there's a, it's like the O to Hikate or something. Anyway, so we open mm-hmm. up the circle. She does it. Um, as soon as she finishes, we hear this cat, how like how and just like like it was getting killed how yeah. right and we're like oh shit and then pop 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 like gunshots out of the house someone screamed and shit my homie kevin jumped up <laughs> and did the lbrp and he was he was frightened i could see it in his eyes that he was like shook and i had just kind of started working this stuff and he had years and years ahead of me because he was older than me and it like to see that fear on his face was like I, I started hearing my heartbeat and shit. <laughs> get really oh nervous. God, Your yeah. adrenaline kicks in and shit. So we closed everything down. I get the LBR page done. Everything shut down, and we're just like sitting there. <clears throat> and um, we're like, all right, well, Kevin Saunders are gonna leave. Like, I'm hungry. <laughs> Does anybody want to walk to this place around the corner? So we're like, all right, yeah, we'll go. So we walk around the corners, tape everywhere, sirens everywhere. It's like maybe there was a body or two. We saw one getting loaded up, but like we know what else had happened. And like there was already like a gang of Santa Muerte candles there. So it was like, damn. Did we time it just right? Did we like is a really interesting thing that I like? It really kind of like freaked us out and like I still think about it. I don't, I'm, I'm not necessarily like thinking about the result of it, but I think about how like just kind of opening. It so was. The, the definition that young gives of a synchronicity is an a causal connecting principle. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you could say like uh, a lot of people will hear that story and say like, Oh, y'all cause that or whatever. But like, and I have this same idea about just magic in general. And sometimes it feels like my rituals aren't causing these things to happen. 
my rituals are coexistent with these things happening. Like they're the right. ripples, they're the ripples that go backward through time from that totally. event. Those my rituals like are the ripples. So it's like it's kind of like this idea that like uh, in a lot of indigenous cultures that if the animals don't do their thing, that like the seasons won't come and the sun won't rise. Like right, 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 my, right. Like so when I'm. <sighs> Does that make sense? So like, yeah, totally. The totally, fact totally. that y'all did that so at the it, same time as that happened it, wasn't a causal it, yeah. thing. It was just they right. were both ripples in the wave that was happening at right. that moment. They were part of each other. Yeah, yeah, man. It was it was a wild night for sure. That's a yeah. cool story. Man. Story's Thank best, you. bro. Thanks, dude. Thanks for prompting me to tell that shit. Yeah, too, I was just like, I, I, I was thinking about the other that. day. Yo, you should have Sandra on too if you're still if you're still fucking with her. Dude, like you should have her no, on. You know what? I was talking stories. to her when my computer um crapped out and I never got back in touch with her. So I need to re- reconnect. They were the first working group that I did sprying with. And I was like, oh, oh, because we were, we were about to record. Works. We were scheduled to go, man. Mm-hmm. And then like some shit happened. And then you're like, I don't know, man. Just 2022 happened. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. I, I have I have two stories. <clears throat> One of them is sort of like, what I was doing early on because I had you know, my whole entry, <clears throat> my whole entry into magic was through. Um, I, I it was kind of like I, I kind of meandered, meandered my way through shit, but uh, early on, I had found the disinfo guide to magic and the occult, mm. you know, <clears throat> and the first chapter was all about sigils. And I did a sigil in college, I think, for like I did like a sigil for like. $2,100 or some shit like that. And I ended up getting my first credit card. You know what I mean? Like a few okay. months later, but I didn't, I, it didn't register for me that that was a product yeah. of the sigil, you know, yeah. in hindsight, when I thought about it, I was like, Oh shit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but, and it got it to you in a sneaky ass way too. It is, yeah, right. ass it's way, man. it's way. almost like exactly. you did it in anticipation of the thing happening yeah. more so than even causing it to happen. Or like, yeah time isn't really work like that like if right. we look at like time like an angel looks at time like it's just all one event yeah 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 <clears throat> so yeah so that was that was fucking that for me was wild um but before i joined the temple of the lima um this is probably like maybe a year or two before i ended up joining the temple of the lima um, I was really, really into Golden Dawn shit. You know what I'm saying? It all, it yeah. all started with uh, it really started with me reading uh, the Mystical Kabbalah, mm-hmm. and then I I couldn't find a Golden Dawn temple in New York at that time, and I found a it was like uh it was a Golden Dawn all it was like an online Golden Dawn order that was mm-hmm. working through the Chick Cicero. You know, chicken sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Florida scene. Yeah, yeah. That big ass green book. Yep. So I was working through. uh, Could never um, afford that shit. Yeah, I I think I stole it, bro. I I actually think word. I I think I stole it. I think I stole it from Barnes and Noble in fucking Union Square. Hell yeah, that's tight, man. uh, Manhattan. Um. So I was working through. I don't remember what their grades are. I don't know if it was. Yeah, I don't either. I grade like some Golden Dawn person who's like this fucking dickhead. Right. Listening to this shit, like yo, don't speak on what you don't like, know. Like yeah, bro. we're the dickheads. You're still doing Golden <laughs> Dawn magic, but we're the dickheads. Right? <laughs> exactly, like bro. 
But anyway, um, but I remember, yeah, shout out to the Golden Dawn, (laughs) but, uh, (laughs) but, uh, I remember working through the zero, zero to zero, uh, yeah, the neophyte grade, yeah, Yeah. neophyte grade shit. And I didn't finish, I didn't finish because that, because I, at some point I was like, first off, I have no, I have no way to gauge if anything is fucking happening. Yeah. I mean, like I, I don't have the money to actually go out and physically get all of this shit. I think I made, here's how I made my tools. I had a plastic cup out of fucking butter knife. I yeah, man. A, I took a CD and I wrapped that shit in aluminum. Foil oh, that's a I good idea. Hexagram on it. And then I had a stick from my like that I grabbed from a tree from my parents' backyard. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, yo, whatever. This these are my tools, and I this is what I have to work with, you know. Uh but anyway, the long and short of it is I had eventually had gotten into the Lima. Um, and I was supposed to go to an OTO Gnostic Mass. And I couldn't find the location of the mass. But then when I got home, I had Googled what other Thelemic groups are in New York. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I had I had found um I had found the Iowa study group. And okay. they had reached out to me. I emailed them and they responded to me mm-hmm. immediately. And one thing led to another, and I ended up getting initiated into the temple of the Lima, I believe in 2016, no, 20, 2006, mm. 2005. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. I think it was 2005, December of 2005. Um, <clears throat> but after going through the, uh, the, you know, the initiation, you know, I real like, I realized that, yo, this shit is like the, like I basically went through the golden, like the golden dawn cipher but the symbolism had been conformed to the Lemic principle. So it was like right. undergoing a golden dawn ritual with the Lemic symbols. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, I mean, am I saying that I self-initiated myself into the golden dawn? No. Probably. Um, I think that's how that shit works. But, though, I think engaging, but I engaging with that. Probably did, probably did that, that shit, didn't he? Didn't he like come across some shit yes. and he was like hey this is what y'all do and they were yeah. like yo he would oh, just meet yeah, somebody that is what we do. and he'd be like yo <laughs> i fuck with you here's the secret of the ninth degree <laughs> <laughs> like he did that yeah. shit often he just gave it away <laughs> he was like yo here it is yeah. yo most of the oto but, rituals most of the oto grade rituals weren't even ever they were never done they were never performed before like the 1980s mm. and like and lawn lawn duquette and like all that that whole rabble scene like they're the first ones who actually open technically open those grades yeah so and i think like my experience i quit in neophyte too <laughs> that shit was dumb hard bro i because i didn't have anybody look i had nobody right, i was totally. i was in my parents basement working this shit you yeah know yeah I, mean? I didn't even have well and i had that to go to i had the opposite experience so i reached out to this group and they like they were like yeah let's meet up in public so we can like get to know you i was like all right cool so I showed up and met them and they were like, oh, okay, we fucked with you. Like, here's the, here's the prelims, like do six months of this. And then we'll do the actual neophyte initiation. Right. So I did the neophyte initiation with them and like all the tools were nice and like everything looked nice and they were all reading out of books. And it was just like, I, I just didn't, it was a cool initiation experience. And I am kind of like an initiation junkie. Like I just, I like, what it unlocks and i like yeah i like the drama of it i like putting my trust in someone else to like walk me through this cool process yeah in the group that i was with in phoenix they were all off book everything was set up so it was like sensory deprived and like 
I really trusted these people with an initiation into this experience and it was super rewarding. But this Golden Dawn just didn't have it for me. And I had been doing most of the stuff up to like, I think the third degree, whatever that is. Golden Dawn yeah. anyway. So I was like, whatever, I'm just going to go do my own thing for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But, but mine was the exact opposite, opposite experience, but it was like the same experience. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, there's no, there's nothing sparking here. Yeah. But the Golden Dawn shit works paradoxically. Yeah. Like one of that, my favorite yeah. rituals is the opening by Watchtower. That whole yeah. sequence. Mm-hmm. from the banishing ritual that pentagram the hexagram and then that whole opening by watchtower sequence i yeah. love that shit dude yeah. that shit is tight and it works and i'll vouch for that but yeah. for whatever reason it just like isn't sparking anywhere else yeah i see man i think yeah. I, that happens to me a lot man where like i'll go through a whole thing and like i haven't done any of these um orders or anything but like i'll go through a whole thing man and like i maybe take or a course or whatever it is and i'll maybe take like just a couple things i really like out of it and uh those are things that i'll use man and like that's yeah i think that that's it's almost like conspiracy theory and that it's just like if you just like there's nuggets man yeah and it it can extend it it can expand where you can go yeah yeah it was like that metaphor of like going into the the section of the map and the video game that's not lit up. But when you go in there, it lights up a little bit and you realize oh, yeah. you don't have the boomerang to get yeah. you through this dungeon to get to this shit that yeah. you need. You know what <laughs> I mean? Word, word. And I think you know, the spirits this, but, bring you through that shit too, man. Like, yeah, go ahead. Hopefully. Shri. Yeah. What were you about to yeah. say? <laughs> yeah. No, what I was going to say, uh, I mean, speaking of, speaking of what you just said, like the spirits bring you through that shit, you know, yeah, man. Uh, I think if if they if they want you if they if they want you to engage, yeah. they'll they'll see to it. They'll meet mm-hmm. you where you're at. You yeah. know what I mean? They'll meet and it'll you. work. They might need you. At. They yeah. might need you to just know this one thing. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, right. Okay. Totally. Look, we just need you to totally. know this shit. But like, you're gonna go through a whole six month process. Yeah. But that, like, it really is like the the real treasure we found we had were the friends we met along the way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the real uh, the real treasure was reworking Dude. the first the initiation of the keyword or whatever i'm gonna tell you man for spent, six months and I've being spent, like oh okay yeah i've spent yeah. five hundred dollars for a fucking meditation basically word yeah. you know what i mean yeah like yeah man well i, I think there were have... a couple other things that i got out of that course but like one of the biggest things was just the fucking meditation. It's dope, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm not going to say the course, but I think. So, yo, and shout out someone. Someone made a meditation that deserved $500. Like, that's tight. Good for <laughs> someone you. Someone has amazing <laughs> um, sales magic. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> or they're like, yo. Let me, uh, uh, yeah. But yeah, that was, I, I would say that was at least one of, of the earliest experiences where for me, it was just like, yo, uh, if you like this shit is this shit is real yeah um, when the spirit shows up in the mirror the first time yeah. and you're like oh okay <laughs> and then i, I would gotta say, go to work tomorrow too yeah i, I would <laughs> definitely say the second uh, not really the second because there were there were a lot of i mean in between that that was years ago bro that, that was like i mean what is this 2020 we're about to be 2023 that was like uh. 18 years ago or some shit you know what i mean um 
But the most re- like one of the most recent, I would say, has to be, you know, the engagement with the material from, you know, the Rune Soup uh, Angel Magic course, yo. Word. Like, like, and it's so funny because, yo, That's I remember I remember I was not trying to fuck with that course. When the course got announced, I was like, angels. <laughs> you were like, I was yo, really leery of them. Bro. I was oh, really leery of I was like, man. But yo, I remember texting you being like, <laughs> Now, fuck angels. Yeah, I was like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, we had, because we had other options, right? We had, like, demons. We had yeah. the devil. We had, yeah. like, we had, like, wild shit. So I'm like, angels, you know? <laughs> but nah, bro, something, that 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 course right there, engaging with that course, that for sure left me with, with zero doubts that, one, magic works, you know? Yeah. Angels or you know angels or whatever celestial spirits for people that get all fucked up when they hear the word angels. I'm sorry. Yeah, the celestial yeah. spirits, or whatever. <laughs> celestial <laughs> intelligences, man. Yeah. yeah, like yo, this guy's talking angels. about angels. Fuck this guy. I like no, but nah. Sumerian culture. You'd be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful culture, and you don't belong to it, dude. Judeo Christian bullshit. But yeah, <laughs> yo, fuck yeah. angels. <laughs> For real, I literally went from like, yo, fuck that, to like, yeah. no. Well, Gordon's you know, on I, to I, something, yo. I know we talked about this last time too, but like, it also, I saw other people see the conversation, and like, mm-hmm. I saw people bugging. So yeah. like, even even it had it hit you, and then it like its rays extended out, and like, yeah. other people were like, oh, oh shit. shit, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I remember people being pretty shook. Yeah, from what? From what? Because I wasn't he around did. the chat Go ahead at the time. So, oh man, so he, so what did you oh, do? Oh, you did man. the PGM Laurel, right? Yeah, yeah. So he did a so he had a modified uh, PGM uh, spell um, with the bay leaves. You're supposed to, yeah, with the bay leaves. You make leaves, yeah. brown. You know what I mean? And then you basically are you call an angel. You know of of the play like the Pleiades, you know, yeah, uh, for a dream oracle, man. yeah, for a dream oracle, and in the in the in the dream in the notes of the the spell, it says you'll know when the angel comes to you in the dream because it'll be you'll recognize someone you're familiar, someone with. You're familiar with, right? Yeah. So I had this dream. Where I was like in a library or something, and I was talking to this woman that had the face. She had like the face of a bird. It was like this black woman that was probably oh, like in her mid to late sixties. Auntie Pearl, yeah, uh, yeah. And she had like this. She like in the dream, my like how how she felt to me. The kind of person that she felt like was like she was like an aunt. You know what I mean? Like she's somebody like like we all have somebody a you know a female per like. You know, yeah. or someone who identifies yeah. as a female, you yeah. know, in our lives that when we interact with them, we're like, yo, that's like my aunt. You know what I mean? And there's like that kid, like that, that kind of love and affection that you have for that person. And so she was, she was talking to me in the dream. And I remember she, she, uh, let me hear her singing. She put like, she put an, uh, an AirPod in my ear. And she played a song. And I remember it was like, yo, this is so beautiful. This is you. And she's like, yeah. And then she walked away. And then I was like, wait a second. Like, we need to know, like, we need to know more about you. Like, we need, we need to know, like, we need to know about you. And then she, and then she pointed to a book and she was like, there's a tarot, like there's a tarot deck in there. And so I was like, what? So, so I, 
at the time I was also doing um uh this dude Mal Strange fellow uh he released a course on the four kings right the four like you know Orion's yeah yeah Orion. four demon kings yeah, yeah yeah and there was something there was some there was some way of creating uh names for some spirits you know for some helper spirits that you call you know from each of the four directions or whatever so i used that method to sort of to sort of like come up with a name for this you know for this uh for this woman that i encountered in a dream and i used uh the thought deck you know i basically yeah. like I, I basically like laid the cards out in the form of a hepta heptagon heptagram and i traced like the sit like a sigil you know what i mean and then I put the names together and then I had come up with this weird ass name in Hebrew. Um, yeah. But then I went on the Ansible and I, I shared about my experience and then people started chiming in and then we started to break the name down. Yeah, we started think, doing Gamatria. Yeah, we started to do some Gamatria of the name. And then... Um, and it just started to sink yeah, in the and name, sink yeah, in and sink yeah, it was in. Like, yeah, it was like, it was like, holy shit. But the name of the name of the spirit was Gabdar Pakat, right? And so someone who spoke Hebrew broke down or the could name. Like read it or, or they could read, yeah, they yeah, could yeah. read Hebrew and they were like, Gab means miss, and then Dar is uh, Dar is this and Pakat is this. But it basically when by the time we were all done, you know, working with the name, but what we had came up with was Miss Pearl. And then I was like, Miss Pearl. And then all of a sudden, it hit me that my first babysitter's name was Ida, and her nickname was Pearl. Like, like people, like people in her family yeah, would call her wow. Pearl. And we, like, when I shared that with everybody, everybody was like, "Holy shit!" Like, people started just, bugging, man. It was nuts. But then here's where the tarot comes in. Here's where the tarot part comes in, right? I shared it with, um. Uh, there's a woman, her name is Elise Orsa, and um, she runs a really, may, probably the best tarot group ever, you know, on Facebook, you know. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Elise Orsa, shout out to the Cards and Coffee group, you know what I mean? Like, phenomenal, like, just phenomenal, you know? And so she was, we were talking, and I was sharing this experience with her, and she, uh, she told me about the Hoodoo Tarot deck. And she, she said, I think she sent me a picture of one of the, uh, one of the cards and one of the cards is a, is a card of a picture of a woman named Miss Ida. And, and each of the, like, if I'm not mistaken in, in like in, in the major arcana of that deck, um, each of the cards are based on an actual historical figure who is prominent within, you know, the Hulu tradition. See these and so, yeah. yeah. And so Miss Ida, here's the crazy shit. So Miss Ida, uh, the card Miss Ida, she did a ritual. Um, she did like this ritual where she, she lit like seven, like, oh, I can't, I can't remember. Like somebody's going to fucking be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> but anyway, this girl, They're like, already saying that. So basically cool. the card, the card was basically about a girl who did, who did a ritual over a period of, over like a long period of time. And she made yeah. connection with, with like her guardian angel or like one of her ancestors or something. 
You know yeah, what I'm saying? Dude. But there's but there's also there's there's something about the seven sisters that's related to that right. card too. You know what I mean? Which is and the Pleiades. Which is the Pleiades. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Which is where which is like the original connection because that's like who you did the ritual to? Like, yeah, who right. I did the ritual yeah. to. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, and, dude. And so so it, but like this shit just unfolded, it unfolded throughout like a day. Yeah, like we just kept shit. picking it apart and picking it apart. And yeah. thankfully, this dude in the in the dream had the wherewithal to be like, wait a second, you can't just walk away. Like you gotta, I need to know something. Yeah. Like, can you teach me something? And yeah. she was like, Yeah, look in the tarot. And then we just started chasing this stuff down. And it was fun, man. Yeah, it was like, I had was a really good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we had the like... ansible, we had the ansible going that day, bro. And I was just like <laughs> chasing the gamatria down seven seven and being like, look, and it would connect to the Pleiades, and it would be like, Yeah. And then there was like there's that Gnostic parable about the pearl and yeah. like you look through that and it talks it starts talking about stuff that synced up and it was just like it was it was and nuts he, and people and people were just like kind of you know in the antibody when you get rolling in somebody or in any chat room you get rolling and like people just quit talking because you're it's like three of you <laughs> yeah yes yeah it was kind of like that all day but people throughout the day would check in and be like this is crazy this is wild yeah and it was really yeah. like yeah yeah so it's like he got a lot out of it because he works with it but like yeah it just spread to all these other people and just yeah but it's still yeah, it's man. still impacting me it still has an, an impact on me now because um part of that course was kind of inquiring into this notion of becoming angelic you know what i mean so we we opened up the course with reciting um some verses from the book of enoch you know what i mean and then mm-hmm. and then and then on top of that, so we we started. Oh with, shit! Should we be versus, giving those whole shit away? Oh, ah, oh, that's <laughs> just. Oh, I mean, y'all, y'all just gonna have to do if the course. If you haven't done it yet, if you haven't done it yet, just do it. But like, yeah, no, it. go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to. But I'll, I'll do. I'll try. I'll do my best to try to. I'll do my best to talk about it without giving away the course content and shit. But but I can tell you right now, um, at least for me, magically. Um, I'm really, really, really interested in this idea of, you know, people, hu- like, like human beings being able to, um, uh, I, I guess, acquire or maybe uncover their select, like their celestial identity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, not necessarily, not unlike Enoch, you know, you know, walking with God until he was no more. And then he becomes Metatron or like, um, I think it's Isaac wrestled with the angel and then became Israel. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then also I, I believe in the African, you know, some of the, I think in Ifa too, you know, like there's this whole, there's this whole concept of like, you, you have your select, you're really a celestial, celestial being on right. earth. And you have to re- you have to recover your identity so that you know why you're on earth. And, yeah, you know, that's some Gnostic you know, shit too. Please, if you're a Baba Lao listening to the shit, don't come at me, bro. I'm just, you know, what Yo, I'm saying? But, but like with, but like with other <laughs> people just who are clearly on this shit too. Yeah, because they, these people from the year past, these ancestors are showing up in your dreams yeah. and pointing you to magical practices. So it's like, yeah. there's all yeah. these connections going on within it too. Yeah. Like ultimately, celestial. We are, we are all stardust. Yeah, it's Dude, yeah, it's man and every woman are, is a star. You know your farthest ancestors is a star. Yeah, every man. Your farthest ancestors, if you go back far enough, your ancestors are stars. 
stars. Well, you know and so, there's there's always that joke. And they're from like, stars. Stand yeah. up and and spread your arms and legs, and you're a five point star, right? Yeah, yeah, Every man. Man and woman is a star. Oh yeah, so. it's, it's, it's it's bananas, you know. Yeah, so, that uh, divine spark, dude. Yeah, you know, and it's funny too because you know part of you know there there was something around you know calling the spirits of the air, you know, uh, with that you know yeah yeah time and then you know if you for me like where i was at magically at that time at that point to where i am now you know having like starting from there and then engaging with that material and then ending up ending up at a point where you know my central you know my central practice involves working with you know the seven aerial kings and the aerial spirits you know what i'm saying so it's like that that shit blew the door open to you know a whole avenue of of magic that i wasn't even looking for but it's like that's my lane so now i have i have my work to do that's why i'm really into like that's why i'm all about astrology now and shit too you know because you know um, shout out angels word like dude they really do blow it wide open man it's crazy yeah yeah, you know, Enoch got escorted up into heaven. And the first thing that they did was they got him acquainted with this, like, with, with what was going on up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, AKA knowledge of the stars. You know what I mean? Word. You know, so and the directions and and all sorts of shit. So, so this ties back to myth. Like as when we were talking about, you know, it's like it's like I heard like when we were talking about conspiracies, and then we kind of touched upon myths. For me, it's like, you know, at any given point in time, you can step into like the the realm of a conspiracy, right? Like there's people that are still like, like the, let's just say like the JFK, yep. shit, you know what I'm saying? Like motherfuckers yep. in the 60s were like, yo, what, you know, and that shit, and there's still people that are still trying to figure that shit out. You know what I'm saying? So somebody can, step into, yeah. somebody can step into that stream now and as a result, start to participate Word. Not only in what came before, but like mm. participate in where it's going, you know. And yeah. I think there's something. Of, I Damn. think I think that's also the case when you start to deal with certain kinds of magic. You know what I mean? Like you're you're yeah. You're that's why they call them currents. Yeah, currents exactly. Like you're yeah. adopting you're adopting like this mythical, you know, framework that you know the entryway is the. It's like it in, it exists in language. You know what I'm saying? So the entry point is to start to engage in the language of the myth and then the next thing you know the language is framing the way that you yeah, see yourself totally. the way you interact with the world mm-hmm. and stuff you know and then things start to happen that are you know comp- that are uh, uh cons- like in accordance with and consistent with the myth you know what i mean and then you know like like it just adds a certain kind of meaning to your life or rather like maybe maybe it's vice versa maybe it's like we're i'm taking meaning from the myth and i'm i'm you know i'm uh attaching meaning to my circumstances based on what i'm getting from where i'm at right in the myth you know yeah, what's being yeah I'm, I'm situated i become situated yeah. in the situated. world yeah instead you of know? like instead of like and this is just my experience um that I felt like a bystander for so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But this and stuff then, yeah, helps exactly. me to be situated in a larger context. Like, right. And I think that's part of what we're missing too, without the initiation stuff. Like that's what that's for, obviously. And like, yeah, it comes back to the myths, the myth thing. You know what I mean? Like there's a reason that societies yeah. have done this since we can remember. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, also, you know, um, I could speak to this a little bit as somebody that's, you know, part of an initiatory order, you know, like the, the, the initiation ceremonies, you know, are the, are in some ways, uh, they can be your entry points into the myth of whatever ceremony that you just went through. It's up to the person. Yeah. It's up to the initiate to do the work, to start to connect the dots and start to be able to see how the myth is playing out in their life. And it does, it does recontextualize, you know, it does provide you with a particular context that's separate from what you would have inherited if you didn't get initiated, you know what I mean? Right. Which then ties back to what you were saying, uh, Tim, about kind of like, like being able to explore, uh, explore things aside from what we would, you know, what would naturally, what would, what we would end up with or what we would quote inherit if we just continue to go with the flow of, you know, of whatever society is dictating to us, you know? And I think that's why magic and conspiracy go together so well, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I've never seen it. So I've never seen them so intertwined until tonight. You know what I mean? I'm glad that's awesome. man. But we've, we've never also, we don't have anybody to initiate us. So like we have to do shit like, I don't know, go to jail and have Odin come rescue us from <laughs> shit like shit. that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. that's yeah. It's like you need the initiation and the only way it seeps in because but it's, gonna it's so sealed up tight is like, okay, yeah. well, you have to go through a harrowing you experience. You have to go through an ordeal. An ordeal. Yeah, an ordeal. But then I think sure. like, I my hope is that like, so that's cool, man, because that means that like when all this stuff was lost, the spirits kept it safe for us and now they're giving it back and i mean like uh, and some of the stuff isn't lost you know what i mean like with some of these stuff the stuff that you guys are talking about this has been kind of carried on and that's cool but like um for the idea like in society at large these ideas of initiation and being in the context of a greater myth as they've been thrown by the wayside it is like the spirits secreted that stuff away almost and like kept it safe mm-hmm. and they're giving it back yeah like and why why did the gnostic gospels only show up in the dude the exactly early 20th century that was like a, that's when they show up yes like dude, they right showed before, up in, right right around roswell and right when crowley dies dude they like, showed up the same year of the bomb man right yeah that's i mean and that's wild you know like I don't know. Yeah, well, I, I guess people were ready for that kind of, you know. Yeah, they were being they know. were being set aside. I don't think they were. I just think a part of initiation is like here, carry this. Right, right. Yeah. Whether you're ready yeah. or not. Whether you're ready or not. Yeah, whether you're ready or not. A lot of people don't do this initiation. Like you're going. It's initiate. It's become initiated or die sometimes. Yeah. Literally, or yeah. become lost. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Or initiated and become lost. Because we yeah. don't have anyone out there to guide us through anymore. Yeah. 
Well, we I do though. We do though. I think. Yeah. Well, we do. We have a couple of people, but I mean, like, like well, I mean, like, and maybe not even stuff. And incarnate like, there are people. some people who are helping. But yeah, like, totally. There's yeah, and but like culturally, socially at large, mm-hmm. like Dude, for the most part, what, no. For the most part, the no. Occult, most people like, don't have someone. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. And that's kind of my bigger point. Yeah. But, but when, I can hear when what you were saying you were saying you were saying something, Tim, about the occult and all this stuff like connecting you to something, right? You were saying yeah. that. For me, it's like I have a bunch of Scorpio placements, but like <laughs> but <laughs> for me, it's more like I like that preface, by the way. I'm doing this stuff and it sets me apart. Not like extraordinarily so. Yeah. But like, mm. I don't know, man. It like definitely sets every up. every village needs a witch, right? So you mm. might as well like fulfill that in whatever niche you can. If you're called to this shit, like you might as well. And to to do that, like you stand apart from dude. Well, sometimes culture. being part of something bigger alienates you from the mainstream right. human story. Like that's no just, doubt. Like, Good point. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Because we don't want to, like, it goes back to the people not wanting to believe that they live in this, like, cynical um, monster machine. Yeah. You know, like, they don't want to believe that they live in, like, a world where their government doesn't want the best for them. Right. People also don't want to be situated in that larger thing, man. They want to be in their small stories. They want to be in their little world, in their day-to-day Hard. So becoming connected to the bigger thing, dude, it's only set me aside. It has yeah. only set me aside in everything I do, man. And everything mm-hmm. I do, because there's yeah, always fair. this current. I always get hooked up with this current. I was thinking about this today, man. I always get hooked up with the heretical current with whatever the fuck I'm involved in. There's always there like you go. the straight dope. You know what I mean? Right. They're like, yeah. yeah. It's I see it everywhere, bro. I bet. It's interesting. And, and it's like what yeah, is this just my is. karma? Do I have like heretic karma? Which is like I'm there for it. Ah, I mean that's <laughs> a cool band name too, man. It is, yeah. I'm gonna use that heretic karma. That's that. Right. But yeah, like maybe, like maybe, but maybe you're just like in this one just to like re- just to like embody heresy a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. In change, in times of change, like you need people who are willing to be like, "I'm gonna go all in," and then realize that, like, "Oh, it's and like kind of bounce around and just be." Dude, because I don't I know. Think, I think it's a necessary position. Honestly, that's the magic of Gnosticism, man. Is that like it, dude? Like the real fire, like the real secret fire that we're all carrying, like that our ancestors carried for us, like yeah. this fire that we carry. It yeah. never really man in my in my experience, dude, it never jibes with the the rest of the fucking people, man. It's always like some kind of controversial shit. Like Yep. You know? I don't know what that is. If that's just I think it's I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't want to say I don't want to like I really dislike thinking of myself as some kind of like X Men super fucking. No, cool I don't think it's that man. person, but it's also at the same time like if if there is this arconic current 
trying to take us away from these things, then like anything that steps outside of that is outside of it. And it's like, but you still have to interact with people on the day to day. Like you don't get all the way abstracted from it. Like you still have to door dash or like, yeah, you still have to live life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you have to be in there, but like, as you're swimming, you ever been walking down the street and realize you're on the wrong side of the street because everyone's coming this way. Mm-hmm. Like it's the matrix kind of shit. Like that's yeah. just kind of like what's how you start going sometimes on this path. Eventually I yeah. think you cross over to the other street and you start going with the stream a little more, but sometimes for me, I've definitely seen it. You just have to swim upstream from everyone else for a little while. I think that like that's just a great way to tell that you're like doing it right personally. Like it's not about being For a, a little while. special X man. It's just about like making choices. Yeah, but it's a fucking pain in the ass too, man. <laughs> but like, yo, it but, really is. Yeah. But yo, speak, speaking of X Men, speaking of X Men, not for nothing. I used to watch the X Men cartoon, and I totally wanted to be in Professor X's school of special kids. Yeah. And my fucking TLT jewel. Is literally the fucking X Men. Uh, oh, sick! Hell yeah! You know? <laughs> yeah. I made it, I motherfuckers. Mean... <laughs> <laughs> you called to it. You called. I'm yeah, in there, man. and and yeah. like witch cults or covens or like mm-hmm. wizard gatherings or like that's probably why we joined the Golden Dawn and the Temple of yeah. Lima. Yeah, you know what I mean. We we want to be around people like this because they're just not many. I can't talk this shit at work. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, yeah, what am few, I? Yeah, very few people I can. So it comes down to just relating. Yeah. And know. like when you start doing these things, you start relating with these other things that people have forgotten or don't pretend they're. People don't there like it. Like, again, they're eating the steak, man, and I can't blame them for it. People don't like it when they're like, cite your sources. And I say, it's from a mystical old tree. From the universe. (laughs) Cryptic symbolism in my dreams. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I think that we were talking about this the other day, like this UPG shit. Oh, unverified personal gnosis here, but like that's a psyop, dude. That's just so we don't trust each other and listen to this shit. Because if I come to you and say, like, Hekate told me this shit, that would be okay. But if I came in, like, with some people, that'd be okay. For the mainstream, that wouldn't. But like, you get where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Dude, I thought that was a really clever take, man. Um, I don't hate that word, but um, I thought that was really For clever, sure. man. Like, because I think you're totally right. Like, like the because it's um it's got two qualifiers at the beginning of Gnosis. It's adding these qualifiers to Gnosis. Why can't it just be Gnosis? No, right. it's unverified right. and it's personal Gnosis. Well, like, that's you what know fucking how many Gnosis is, bro. There were, yeah, yeah dude, there are a million. Takes. It's like they're like, oh, okay, it told me this, but like maybe I needed this and you needed that, and like we need to meet in the street and talk about it. But like, yeah, why the UPG shit? It it just doesn't it doesn't smell right to me because if people are genuinely working these things and like trusting themselves, I don't know, man. There's something going on out there that they don't probably want going on so we got to add a qualifier to it yeah discredit it like you can't sort cite that like oh i wrote this paper and this is what i got like you can't use that as a source right and why not well, <laughs> like a mystical know, old tree told me fuck yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> like dude 
I kind of am like, I'm halfway in the camp of like writing was a bad idea. Mm, okay. <laughs> say, say more yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> say more about that. Because Dude, because uh... it is okay. So it, um, definitely taking a little bit from sand talk here, but he talks about how like they were forced to learn how to like, uh, the aboriginal people in australia were like forced to learn how to read and it yeah. like fucked up their language because it mm-hmm. it wasn't like a written deal it was a it was a verbal thing and he talks about like how that actually does shift your consciousness now whether okay I'm, it's not like i'm saying we shouldn't read or write anymore mm-hmm. yeah, but i'm yeah. saying like what did we lose oh yeah what did we give up what was the trade-off for that and i think that part of it is like when you codify something in writing when you write it down when you make it concrete you take in some form like you Mm -hmm. concretize it in a way that it's not alive in the same Mm -hmm. way as it was when you were passing it down verbally dig this there's this book called the alphabet versus the goddess and the argument this author makes is that like the switch from pictograph style, hieroglyph style, like image language yeah, to that's... like A means A, B means B. Dude, yeah. It's like a switch from matriarchal to patriarchal culture. Well, it's right? imperial. Ooh. It's and straight like, up imperial, dude. It's imperial. Right. And that's, but like, that's how he codes imperial because it's sure. kind of like, it was kind of like not cool to say that. So he code the gender codes it. <laughs> But that's essentially what he's saying. And he goes through every culture. He he surveys, not every culture. He surveys a great many cultures around the entire world and finds the same thing over and over. Like as soon as they switched from the glyph to the letter, like everything changes. Dude, Mm. so you could encode. It's a really good book. I want to read that. It sounds great. An Egyptian hieroglyph tablet can be. Mm like multiple documents at the same time it can yep. be both a story and like an inventory of a fucking storehouse right. because right. the 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 images encode like exponentially more information than like sound for sound letter whatever phonemes right do. Um, right just or even like anyway. the even like the transcribing of like songs into like written language Right. Like I was listening to Nordic, the dude from Nordic Animism just had an interview, just released an interview with um, the main dude from Warjuna, that like Norse Nordic yeah. cool ass band. They're, they're really and good. they were talking and they were talking about how um, there was this ancient, I, I'm never going to even try to say the word, but there's this ancient poetry style where this poet goes before Eric the blood axe and like says this poem and it's, it's like seven layers deep. So eventually the king is thinking about it because it's such a good poem and he realizes that he's insulted him. But by that time, the dude is like three miles down the road because there's this song that he sings and like the way he does it is so encoded with all these different meanings. And as soon as you try to, you put that into like a language and write it down, it's like, oh, okay, well, this song's about like the grain or whatever. But it was really like, fuck this king to his face. For like, yeah, like dude. I sang this song That's for three up magic. days, and like, and just like, and just said "fuck you" the whole time, and you didn't realize it till I was out of town. Like that whole, like the way, 
um, that written language, it changes things, bringing them into such a material, solid, unyielding position, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah. You know, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit divided on this. That's why you got to memorize your spells, too. Sorry. Go yeah. Ahead. But, well, dude, it's a trade-off. Well, this is... This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking, right? What specifically is coming to mind is um, my experience with uh, the the Libra sixty five, right? So okay, and, and also and also Libra Al, um, but Libra sixty five, and I'm gonna I'm gonna state like a very which one is sixty five? Um, Libra sixty five is um, the heart and circle. The, uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The heart and yeah. with the, by the serpent. Or yeah, yeah, pretty. Um, yeah, very, very like great holy book. But so on the one hand, I could see how how the written language concretizes things. Mm-hmm. But there's a but there's a way there's a way to like use the written word to mm-hmm. sort of yeah. call forth the spirit of what's being written. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, well, Alan Moore just me- had that quote a, a little while ago. He said, like, you get 26 characters, you create universes. Mm-hmm. Dude. Yeah. Technology must be wielded with certain things in mind. Mm-hmm. It's got, you know what I mean? Like you don't just use it for like, just cause it's fucking easy. Like, I think that in order to properly use technology, you have to possess some, like, I don't want to call it morality, but it is sort of like, it has to be wielded with like a, a responsibility. Yeah. I hate or, that word. I, you, I hate that well, term. I give know me a better one. Saying, give me a better one. I, well, all right. How about like Crowley's definition of black versus white magic, where black magic is like anything you're doing. White magic is, and the proper magic, the people who are not in the quote-unquote Black Brotherhood are doing magic that, like, just pushes them down the path of their will versus people who are doing Black magic who are just, like, interfering or just, like, I've heard it's, like, doing shit for material gain. But it's really just, like, not, it's going against, like, your correct flow, your will. So, like, I don't, how am I going to connect this with what we were just talking about? Well, so like the way technology, if you, if you use technology towards, I don't want to say a good gain because it's like, what is that? But towards your true will and you wield it correctly, um, it's probably going to wield better results than just like making, I don't know. I don't know what the analogy. Okay. Every technology comes with a trade-off. Right. So like we have this amazing capacity to like store information, but it comes with the trade off of like, we don't fucking know, like remember anything anymore. Right. How many phone numbers, you know, Uh, a couple important one, three used to know them all. And so that's just a really simple example. It's kind of a dumb one, but it's a simple one. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's, there's a fucking, it called like technology shouldn't be to make things easier it actually calls us to live up to the blessing of technology as opposed to just using it to sit on my ass or some shit you know what i mean like and that's why we're not getting to mars 
Dude, yeah, for yeah. that exact reason. And I right. appreciate you pointing it out. Like I have yeah. to rise to the advantage that it confers. I have to rise mm, to become right. worthy of the advantage that it mm-hmm. confers. I think that's yep. where it comes. So like, yeah, like written language isn't a bad thing, but there's so much of a trade-off totally. that like, I have to like, dude, it's almost like honoring what um we lost. I'm honoring what we lost with the advent of writing by rising to the advantage that that it confers or any technology of using writing to create like unbelievably beautiful like lever 65 or like your favorite novel like like using it to do these things like yeah your consciousness has to the consciousness i hate that word but like you have to be at the level of like you were not going to get to the consciousness that gets us to mars is not the consciousness that gets us to mars because we trashed earth and had to fucking get to mars right like that's not why we get there if your daughter came up to you and was like, yo, I just destroyed my room. It's uninhabitable. Would you be like, oh, fuck, I, I guess we better go to Mars. <laughs> or like, I, yeah, you got to like, no, clean your room. Like, just clean up your fucking room. Like, what do you, we're not going to Mars. Clean this shit up. And like within us cleaning it up, we might raise our consciousness a little bit to like develop new technologies that will eventually get us there. I don't know. It's just, this is shit I've been thinking about too. So. Well, what, what I wanted to say about, about at least, you know, the, um, the holy books and, you know, the fact that they're, you know, that they're in, you know, written language is that uh, if you know how to use language to evoke something, and I don't mean that as like, hey, I don't, I don't, in one sense, I'm not talking about, you know, Solomonic evocation. Sure. Right. But I am talking about evoking the presence of something using the written word such that like each time that you recite the holy book, right. in this example, you're bringing forth the presence of something that isn't necessarily the same as what happened the last time you did it, but totally. it has a presence, you know, um, you're, you're speaking literally, literally speaking something into existence. You know what I mean? And you, at, and at the same sorry, time, go ahead. I, I'm not contesting that there's, there's something that gets lost in that. Like, like maybe it was, it was the, you know, like I'm thinking of call, you know, call Germer, you know what I mean? And the fact that yeah, yeah. this dude was able to, you know, that's what he was able to do to attain knowledge and conversation you know, in a fucking concentration camp, you know what I mean? Right. Maybe yeah, yeah. what allowed, what, what, what allowed him to, to do that is that he had reached a point where he was able to literally breathe life into each word of the fucking, of, of the holy book, such that his speech and his recitation of it gave a body to something that didn't yeah. necessarily have a body you know what i mean right yeah. and that would be the proper use that. that i think we're talking about right know? exactly and that's what that's what i'm saying like you you, you but, know but but here's my question to you like yeah. in your experience i know in my experience but i'm curious your guys experience in your experience like does that thing happen when you're reciting it or does it happen when you're reading it no i so I don't think it's necessarily exclusive to the holy books. I think it's 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 a it's no. I'm just saying, text, when of, you're reading your spell, when you're reading the invocation, like does it hit different if you have it memorized? 
Yes. I think it does. And yeah. for that, no, I think it for that it's calling me, it's calling about. me out yeah. too, because I really have yeah. been feeling I need to do this and I haven't. You got to memorize your shit, dude. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, the, the, the I, initiation I think, yeah. experience I had with people off book versus on book was night and day. And yeah, every time I, I because it becomes a part of it you. hits. Yeah. And you sing it. Yeah. Yeah. And well, even if you're not like, I can't memorize shit, but like I've done the headless right so often now that it's like, Oh, I can. Yeah. You know, expel yeah. this, but it's, it's less, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? I, yeah, yeah, no, I know. I know exactly what, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, I think, I, I think the advantage, you know, want, like the advantage of being able to recite something not, and I don't even mean recite something from memory. It's like, it's the difference between reading something and being it. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Like if, 100%. If you've been, if you have memorized it, you know, or at the very least, like you've, you like, if you've, you've written it down yourself. Yeah. Like if you, yeah, dude, yourself. And yeah, you, copy, like, copy it and write copy it down it? by hand and dude, then memorize it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, like, dude, that's the only it, way I can memorize it. Dude, because I can't memorize it off like a phone screen, man. No, me like, neither. It's weird. It's almost yeah. like that's another trade off, man. Like, yep. I don't know what it is, but it makes it really hard to remember. But when I write it down, and it may be the part of the fact that it's been filtered through me now that I'm writing it down. Physically, and I, like, yeah, I made a loop. manifested it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, um, it makes this makes me think about a dream that I had uh, a, a few months, like maybe uh, close to a year ago, where something was speaking to me. And what it was telling me was that the fact that we can speak, you know, and we can use speech is inherently like there's something that's inherently magical about our ability to use speech. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yes. I mean, how God speak? How did, did God create the world? He he spoke it. Yeah, he did. Wow, dude, that's kind of weird though that he still froze when he was talking about speech. Damn you, archons! <laughs> Sharif, come back to us. Oh, that's a bummer. I wanted to hear that. Me too. We'll hear it. Yo, what the fuck happened, bro? <laughs> Yo, I was on some profound dude, shit. Bro. I know, man. We were. I know, out. I know. I know. My okay. bad. I just started so talking, dude. My bad. You, nah, it's no. cool. Like, I don't even know what happened. Like, the, the for me, the meeting ended. You froze here, and we were like, what the fuck just happened? And Mo thought you were done talking, so he started talking. And I was like, no, Sharif froze, bro. <laughs> As usual. Yo, that's mad weird, bro. Okay, right, but you got to say what you were saying again. Yeah, no, so what I was saying was, like, you know, the dream, the, like, in the dream, what I was, I was instructed that, like, human speech is ma- and it is inherently magical you know what i mean so you know like speech itself can be used as a technology you know what i mean it can be yeah. viewed as a technology mm-hmm. and you know if we're going if like if we take the like the position that like you stated tim like it should call us forth it should like call us forth in such a way that we 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 you know we use it resp- like we use it responsibly and i know responsibly is such a blank list it's like what the fuck does that even yeah mean? it's like all right i become dad. worthy I mean of is, it i become worthy right of it. i rise what I, to it worthy I, of I, it. I think it's like i think it's yeah, like it's i good. think it's having a relationship <sighs> to speech like to to the to the spoken word such that like with this yeah. word i literally can create or destroy yeah you know? yeah like if like like what comes like 
like including diminishing myself. I could build myself up. I could destroy. Oh, okay, that's a good point. Yeah, down, elevate you know? speech and myself at the same time. We co-elevate. We like. Yeah, uh, like that's relational. Like, yeah, like, yeah, in, like yeah, it yeah. Had, Some, we're looking for a relational metaphor here because like yeah. it's so it's oh, that's why I say it's too hierarchical and it, I bristle, man. It just doesn't yeah. work for me. Yeah. Well, um, I put it like this. It's like it's like it put it like this. Like let's lose let's, let's use a cooking metaphor. All right. Yeah, do it. Okay. Like like I know, okay, so I know, you know, I know that as long like I have to use fire to make the food. You know what I mean? Because if I you if I mishandle the fire, I could die. Right. However, if I use it properly, mm-hmm. I can create something beautiful, something that provides pleasure, something that, you know, something that brings me closer together with the people that I'm feeding, you know? So it's like this all, and I guess that's like, I I guess it's, I guess the best way to, it's like, it's like a fear, but it's not fear. It's I honor it. I honor it. Yeah. It's like, you like, it's like, because I'm aware. You don't like honor either? I'm talking about no, you know what I was, you know what I was I'm talking to Mo. Sorry. sorry, he made a I'm face. just gonna cut in since you <laughs> yeah. called me up. I'm gonna cut in. You know what I was thinking about? It's bees and honey. Oh. Like you can get honey if you don't get stung a bunch of times. Yeah. But if yeah. you're cool, yeah, like you're right. gonna get the honey out of out of this bee situation. So it's just about getting yeah. stuff, but that's, you're fully but you're fully aware no. of that. You're fully aware of that. You know what I mean? And so that dick that shapes the way in right. which you engage or that it shapes the yes. way in which you speak or you don't right. speak you know yeah totally you know no i'm so, with you you know so you know so then so where so where was i going with that so that so it's like speech is technology that calls us into being such that we have a reverence for it you know and it's like we we have the wisdom to see like look if i say xyz i can literally in and i can incite a riot or i could like i could spread a rumor about someone and i could destroy that person or yeah. i could say things that i can i can be someone that when i speak you know it elevates the people around me or it creates things it, it, it compels people to right. do stuff that they wouldn't normally do i i'm aware of 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 the you know i'm aware of that like it's a, like like just like I'm aware, like I can use fire to, you know, yeah. to heat my house, or I can use fire to burn somebody's shit down. You know what I mean? Right. So, so having that sort of relationship to it, and from there, if if I have that relationship and I allow it to, I allow it to call me to be like quote, you know, uh, if I I allow it to have me bring things into existence, you know. Then it behooves me to to have the kind of mastery over speech that one has when they memorize something, so that when I'm saying, when I'm reading, or I'm reciting, let's say a Thelemic holy book, I'm doing it in a way that, in, it, like, it's not just I'm reading a holy book. Right. I am literally performing an incantation. Right. It's like those people I'm that know bringing, the whole Quran. Like, I'm bringing this. Damn. Yeah, like yeah, you wouldn't want to fuck with and, them. In which, in which, Dude, no, and every right? time they recite it, but like every time they recite it, every time that they recite it, they get the, it, it. Something else becomes present. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're not yeah. even dealing with the meaning of. We're not even dealing with the meaning of the text. We're now dealing with a level of speaking where you speak and something becomes present. There's a phys- there's an intent. There's a there's a um, 
It's the act of yeah. creation, man. It's like the fucking initial act of creation, like the voice over the waters or yeah. God said. said. Yeah. 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 You know, so, so, yeah, there we go. <laughs> though, you know, I ain't yeah. no Christian or nothing. But, but. <laughs> but this is what I wanted to say. This, this is what I wanted to say. I don't want you to get a fucked up or anything. Yeah, no, we, we're. I, this is what the, this is what the. <laughs> kind of I don't want to say unpopular opinion or whatever but this is something that I personally discovered could be missing from you know people who identify as thelemites or whatever like like they're not like they're not approaching the holy books like that like yo I'm going I'm going to approach the holy book in a way where I'm going to be able to become literally become it like I'm going to ingrain it so that when I say this, when I speak it, I'm going to bring something into existence, you know? And I think that is, a, I think that's a mystery of the Lima that's, that's not really explored. Motherfuckers are so caught up on what the fuck Crowley was doing. You know, Crowley was engaging with this shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, that's what Parsons was doing is he was taking it and like coming up with his own shit. His own shit. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Is how long we've we been doing Lever 15. Like y'all still haven't gotten the inspiration to like move a little bit beyond this or yeah, like to do like, your own like, thing yeah, or like you know. to, to like just take this to the next level. Like you're yeah. still doing shit from what, 1921 or whatever. I, yeah. I, please don't, I don't know the date. Like don't come for me. On the Matt Delamite's about to come for us. Yo. <laughs> I know. Matt Delamite's about to cancel I'm the sorry. shit I'm sorry. I'm sorry. None of y'all perform magic anyway, but I'm sorry. But this, this goes back, but this goes back to like, like, also, like another point that I'm trying to make in that is that there's a there's a in, hidden in plain sight there is the potential for uh for at least uh there's a there's like the potential for to discover like this hidden tradition that can only be discovered through spoken word. You know what I mean? Right. By by not just recite like, hey, I'm not talking about, hey, we're going to get together. We're going to read the holy books and then talk about right. what it means. Like, no, fuck that. <laughs> no, we are going to encant. Like, we are going to, we're like, we're going to, we are yeah. going to literally call Same. forth. We're going to call forth something. Yeah. You know, and how we're going to do it is we are going to, we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to, uh, we're going to recite the holy book, you know, but we're gonna speak it into. You we're perform gonna speak it. Speak the shit into existence. You know what I mean. We're gonna speak every fucking and there's, word. There's a bunch of existence. you too. Yeah, that's, and that makes that's a big another key too. too. That's another key too. There has to be I, more than one person. I really wish that like more people could have like a group experience because oh. like the the things that you do solitary versus the things that you can do in a group are like yeah they're not any better or anything but like the more juice behind it with a group man it's so cool dude we did yeah. a group we yeah. did a group intention at wizard camp and it was my yeah. first my first um time ever intending with the group in person and we man i don't it doesn't even really matter what the attention statement was because i was just like having a transcendent experience with that level of connection with people oh and like yeah, i was dude. just crying the whole time man mm, and when oh, we read yeah. we read the um the hymn to the agatha diamond mm, and like yeah. but like we didn't have it printed so everyone just read like recited what they remembered 
And so like sometimes it would die out mm. over here as these people didn't remember it. And like this yeah. crowd would pick it up where they remembered it. And it was like it, the Agatha Damon him was dancing around us. That and like cool. right dude, i was like overcome with tears like it was so powerful and dude we did this intention and then at the end of the t- intention we were by the campfire which had gone out and was just like um you know when the fire is just like there's smoldering embers below the gray like you know it's yeah. hot under there still but yeah. it's not a, it's not a fire well when we came up out of the intention the fire was going mm. That's yeah. tight. That <laughs> was unreal, That's man. That's Yo, tight. there's something about being with other people, man. That's why when you're on like a winning basketball team, it feels so goddamn good. Yeah. Because everyone's just clicking. Yeah. You know that thing where everyone's just clicking or you're yeah. in like whatever, in whatever group situation. Like that's why people get off on being Navy SEALs because like they're the top of the shit and they're all on mm-hmm. their shit. And that probably, if that, when those, when that stuff goes like a well oiled machine, boy, I bet it feels. Mm. Oh, I bet dude. there's nothing like it. I can't imagine. So, okay, we didn't really talk about the um the coming year of magic, but we kind of are getting there. Yeah, I think. I Do think we want to take a stab to... at 2023? Yeah, I I would love to. I would fucking. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I get? I let me to. grab a. Uh, let me grab a beverage. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll be right back. No problem. Y'all don't fucking talk about me while I'm gone. <laughs> We're going to talk about three so I'm going to ask Sharif. I've never had Sharif, one. Sharif, you never have one? Nah. So Tim is the only one of us who had a threesome? Yo, that shit seems like a lot of work. Like, I as know. Much as, I, as much as I would love, don't get me wrong, as much as I would like, I would love to have one. One day I was I actually be- thinking like, yo, you know what? That shit would take mad work. You know, it would. I get mad bashful because now there's like two people looking at me all the time and shit. I know. You know, like, yo, why are you just sitting there? (laughs) Well, what am I supposed to do? I mean, or whatever, or whatever, whoever you're with, whatever. But it's like, I don't know. And then, like, but then, like, it's like, think about it. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's cool. You know, there's probably other people that are like, yo, I tried it. It sucked. But like, yeah, it's more of the experience than than the actual. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you were saying, the embodied experience is an important part of incarnation, right? I mean, I would. Da- I mean, like, I mean, listen. If if you know, if what given the opportunity, about? if given the opportunity, then yeah, I don't know, man. It. it just but, sounds like a lot of work, B. Yeah, it's a lot of work afterwards. I feel like, especially if you're like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Also, like the <laughs> like like what about like the awkward anxiety afterward? You know what I'm saying? Like the afterward like, is the worst. Just did that. Man, people this, are gonna listen to this who are like more experienced with orange juice and shit. Be like, yeah, they're gonna be like, yo, these motherfuckers are so stupid. Or like people that haven't done it are gonna be like, God, these fucking God, guys, idiots. <laughs> I what what me. Here's the thing, man. Shit. It was like a big fantasy for me. It was like that was one of those things where all I was right. like, this is an end all be all fantasy moment for me. And it was one okay. of those moments where like I'm in it. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. this is it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nothing is ever like, yeah, I, yeah I get it. Some things you can't imagine and they're better than you could imagine. But some mm-hmm. things you imagine so much that when they actually happen, they're just like, yeah, oh, exactly. This is it. 
That was cool, though. <laughs> that was cool, and I could yeah, talk, I could talk about it on a podcast wantonly one yeah. day. <laughs> and like, like be an like, interlude. "Sorry, mom. Hope you're not listening. I think all my family stopped a while back." Oh I feel yeah, like, dude. If if anybody's this far, like shout. <laughs> yeah, war. Shout out to you, yo. If you're still listening to this shit, shout out to you. Like you basically are listening to like an 18 track rap album where track 16 is a fucking like, just fuck about in the between. Three skit. Yeah, like like back when motherfuckers are doing skits. Like, thank you for listening to the yes. skit. Okay, <laughs> so peace. ODB anyway. the greatest. War. Shout out to ODB. Rest in peace. ODB we'll the forever. greatest. RIP, it's one, two, three, four o'clock, man. That's crazy. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, 2023. 2023 magic. You know, so I'm basically, I'm going off of, I'm just going to, you know, out myself and say, I'm going off of like my very limited scope of what I see people talking about on Facebook. Cool. You know what I mean? Like, okay. And I'm saying that because there's a whole realm of magic that doesn't get talked about. And I'm pretty sure there are plenty of people doing mad cool shit that don't post online, you know what I mean? Like that are doing some really deep shit. Uh, I think 2023, we're probably going to see a little bit. We're going to see more. We're going to see more PGM shit for sure. Mm, okay. I like it. I like it. I, I think, I think, you know, cause there's some people, uh, you know, shout out Allison, Allison Chikoski. If you listen to this shit, you know, she does Shouts her out. thing with the PGM and there's a dude, I can't pronounce, I can't pronounce his name, but he's about to drop a book i think it's called interlinear magic you know so i think we're going to start to hear more from the people who you know have been engaging with the with the pgm rigorously that's their jam okay. that's their lane yeah i you think that's when saying? you get the best results too obviously yeah. like yeah you they're know like in that, it. they're all about that shit and you know they're they're starting to discover stuff that other people haven't really pieced together because of their you know practical mm. engagement you know, with the PGM, but also, you know, like depending on who's, who's, uh, who's doing what, you know, their scholarly engagement with the two, you know? So I think the people that have like have engaged with the PGM, they've drilled down, you know what I'm saying? To the point where they're like examining sources, da 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 da. da. We're going to start okay. to see more of that shit, you know? I'm looking forward to that then. Yeah. I also think a lot more, I think we're also going to see a lot more women, um, having a voice and controlling the not controlling but they're gonna we're gonna see a lot more women having a a say in like what is quote i don't want to say fashionable you know what i'm saying um but having a having like a lot more women having a say in the in the larger magical discourse um, okay you know we're gonna start to see more of that shit um, shout out women let's shout out to all i, I want i, I want to see magic it yeah, like, I like you. to. We love you. We you know, empower you. Hell yeah! It's, you know? it's it's kind of funny you say that because like the when I was thinking about this question when it was posed to us a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. we had this idea like when I look forward, just like just like when I go in my little head and I like look forward to twenty twenty three, like it's not little. the only the what's up? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I said your head's not little. Go ahead. No. It's, uh, well, well he does have a big ass head. <laughs> big ass head. <laughs> Working on the beard. My bad, dude. I didn't mean to take you off track. No, you I come on, see. man. You lined yourself well, up for really that. Easy. <laughs> I mean, deep fake. Someone deep fake me onto that dude's head. You know, word. You know, enough fuck the Canaanite storm gods. Um, I just see like a conservatism, like I and I don't know 
mm-hmm. what it means or like how that applies or whatever. But I just see like we're st- I t- I see people stepping away from like conceptions in popular culture that yeah. might have been like in vogue for like the last ten years. Yeah, but, like people are. I see people really stepping forward, like women, and being like these things were not like we tried this this doesn't really work for us like here's i don't know that's just all i can really see yeah i get what you i get what you're saying like it's 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 like uh the the dominant narrative is going to be challenged majorly this year you know or dominant narratives yeah 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 yeah. that's anyway i just wanted to chime in what else do you see because i'm i also feel like i also feel like on the one hand, I feel like uh, we're probably we're gonna see more. Here's what I'm. Here's like what I've been seeing for the last few years. It's like, like the, like the occult scene has been like kind of like Golden Dawn, Thelema centric. You know what I'm saying? And over mm, the last few years, the over the last few years, there's been a dramatic break from from that, like from that centrality. And a lot more people are starting to branch out and take it like take into account other systems and traditions of magic that were happening uh, at the, at the same time that you know the occult revival of the what is it the 18th century like yeah 19th, 19th yeah, century, yeah like, like the, the late one like they were like happening concurrently yeah. yeah they were happening concurrently you know what I mean yeah. and so so what used to be like like Crowley is not the golden standard for magic. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just not, you know, like he did great shit, but he will not like, I, I think you're going to start to see more people start to provide evidence for like, look, while Crowley may have been doing really cool shit, you know, like at the same time, people in this part of the world were doing this, people in this part of the world were doing this, totally. like, people yeah, in this, yeah, yeah. Were doing this, and it just didn't, it just didn't take the way that what he was doing took, you know what I'm saying? So you're going to, I feel like you're going to start to see more of a break from that, you know, and that's already, I mean, that's that, that train has already left the station, you know, but yeah. you're going to, I think it's going to be loud and proud. That looks I like think. it. That looks like the grip of an empire loosening. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which yeah is, exactly. Because, which because is like that, ironic. Golden, that golden dawn OTO shit is like very it's, British. Yeah. Very like, very yeah. like of that imperial era. And yeah. Yeah. you see it that in the magic. Comes, yeah, it also comes with it like that shit also comes with a way of thinking and um yeah. standards of measuring what is magic, what isn't magic, what is good magic, what is bad magic, like what's you know, like like you're gonna like I think we're gonna see a complete depo- by the end of 2023 going into 2024, we're gonna start to see a whole new standard of what mm. constitutes magic, you know, and it's not and you think have- the P- you think the PGM is gonna kind of kick all this off. I think like I think this, this new entry into the PGM. I I don't I don't even want to say it's a new entry into the PGM because there have been people that have been working the PGM for a while. It's a just, deeper like their yeah yeah caverns, deeper temples. I yeah I, I yeah I I I yeah I think we're gonna start to see more of a return to what magic, just like how like there's a resurgence of interest in Hellenistic astrology. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and the, and it, and we move we move from modern astrology to like Hellenistic astrology, and now Hellenistic astrology seems to be being recentered. You know, yeah, I think something similar. We're going to experience something similar with with, uh, with practical magic. Also, 
um, oh shit. Um, I also think that a lot of people who are inspired by Jake Stratton Kent, there's like this dude inspired uh like at least two or three generations of of magicians, you know what I'm saying? So the people who shout out JSK. Shout, oh, shout yeah, out to JSK. Prayers, prayers for JSK. Prayers out to JSK. Prayers for JSK. You know what I'm saying? I think like the people that he inspired are gonna start to sort of Get you know, more confident. Build on, like build on, build on, yeah. like, like he presented, excuse me, like a thesis, you know what I'm saying? Like a whole, like a whole thesis of, of magic. And I think what you're going to, what we're going to start to see is people that have taken that thesis and that have done practical work and their practical work is now at the level where they're able to provide foods for the community where, you know, the conversation like to I think spirit-based magic is going to start to is is going to start to take the place of what you know Thelema and Golden Dawn magic okay what was you know I can what I'm definitely see that I can definitely I can see yeah, yeah, that. yeah I can start to see, like I can see that happening where it's it's going to like and it won't it, I I don't want to say like like the lodge like the lodge magic is going to be put on the back burner per se it's just not going to be the standard you know. And yeah. once it's no and longer it sh- the standard, right. once it's no longer the standard, you like new people that are coming to magic are going to start to encounter the work of JSK and the people that are inspired that inspired by Definitely. JSK's work. And so we're going to start to see a whole new generation of people that are like, all right, the Golden Dawn and OTO and the Lima and that's just cool, but that's not like we're not fucking with that. Right. We're fucking with. Like, yo, I'm working the Kia Solomon. I'm working the Tamarod. I'm working, you know, the Grand Grimoire. I'm working the Verum. You know what I mean? I think we're going to see more people that have that mm. that have worked the Grimoire and Verum start to present, you know, like start to step to the forefront and talk about what it, engaging with that particular Grimoire has made open, you know, and available to them. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. You know who no. I think kind of starts this wave? Like, it's interesting you say that because I think of, um when scarlet imprint did um re-release cross keys yeah or did check yeah. like cross keys. yeah yeah like knowing what we know about him and like i think yeah. i think what you're saying triangulates in ways like that like william yeah. gibson's quote the street has its own uses for things the street finds its own uses for things mm-hmm you know what yeah. I mean? I think yeah. that's what you're saying strikes that chord within me. Yeah. I also it strikes yeah. in me this idea because what I was gonna say, and it that we could I could see this kind of going into what I'm about to say too is what I was about gonna say is that I can see like um smaller groups like the internet is helping like people get together, right? And so I think a lot of these larger groups are going to be breaking off into smaller groups and specializing mm-hmm. in different things in different, and yeah. doing like, like yeah. covens, like yeah. micro covens, yeah. Or yeah. Like internet covens, yeah. right? Like, or like, yeah. or like little strike teams or yes. like little, yes. that's you know, an age of that's, air shit. Yeah. Right? That's, that's what I want to see. That's yeah. like that. The, the idea of like the witch cult, the idea of like, in we are the witchcraft, like wherever there's a lot of organization, we depart. Yeah, mm-hmm. like we're meant to get together in these things for this one purpose and you launch it and you like never talk to each other ever again and you move on to the next thing it's like you yeah. never stay in one place yeah like the that is that's kind of my yeah my, that's kind of my dream is like a bunch of people 
magically efficient enough that we can all get together and like be effective enough. And then like, I know a bunch of people who want to have like a social gathering group and then get together and do, and I'm just not interested, man. Like yeah. let's get together and like actually rock some shit and yeah. And be silent. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny. This yeah. this brings up this idea too. Did you listen to that that recent podcast with Gordon and John Michael Greer? No, no, I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't listened to it yet either. So they're they're they they're talking about like techniques or like what can the new the magician right now use? And like when I listen to the conversation, all they basically come up with is to know to dare to will and they don't say to keep silent but like those four things is like looks to me like it would be a really cool thing to i don't know i don't know what i'm where i'm ranting on this but like these little splinter cell i keep using like terrorists <laughs> i keep using like i like it state i like it i like it though i like it freedom fighter groups but like, I like yeah, guerrilla warfare, man. Yeah, yeah. I think, these covenants yeah. that form of of magically potent enough people that you don't have to spend a year teaching everybody the basics of this shit. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. That's what I want to see. Yeah, no, that's true. That that's cool. Yeah, you know, uh, that's interesting because what I was going to say is I, I think I think we're going to start to see more magic more magicians like pulling up on each other. You know what I mean? Outside of like outside of uh, outside of events and shit to do exactly what you just said. You know, that'd be tight. You know, I think people are going to start. And they, they don't need to talk about it at all. We don't need yeah. to see the books. We don't need to see none of that shit. Just yeah. Like it. we're like, it's just like, yo, it's, it's just like this departure from a little bit of like the beginning of a departure from like, uh, I don't want to say like books and courses and shit, but I think people Look, are going to away from more, Lodge Magic. Yeah. I think you hit on it early. Yeah. Like away from this idea that there's like. A hierophant and he you initiate everyone and they come up through mm -hmm. whatever the fuck it's like yo yeah. if you're good at this like let's just go let's just we don't active. have to we we don't have to join the nba let's just go play fucking basketball let's play ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 so i yeah i think people are gonna be getting more active you know um and and putting in work to use gang terminology you know word like, that's gonna be what the central focus is it's like all right cool like you know it's funny because gangs is one of like the central rights of like getting jumped in. Yeah, the right of initiation. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know. So I, anyway. I think we're starting to see more of that shit. I think I hope this is my hope. I hope we start to, um, I hope that we start to get more uh, content. Is like not really the best, like the best word. Yeah, but yeah. I yeah. personally want to like I want to hear motherfuckers doing magic. I want to hear like, yo, yeah. I, I want to hear more about that. I don't necessarily want to like, you know, I don't want to hear about people talking about magic. Their new book. Or, you know, right. or their new book or like their course and shit. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are your feet like, doing? What's, yeah, exactly. Like, what are you doing? What what kind of feedback are you getting? Like, like I, I hope to hear more. Of, I want to hear those stories too. Yeah, yeah that's, man, you know, like, that's like, why I asked you guys, like, what was your magical experience? Like, yeah, like I know we fuck with the philosophy of this stuff, but like, when, yeah. when, did, when, when, when you lit the fire, like, did you see that shit burn? Yeah, I want exactly. to hear more of those stories too, and I hope that like more people feel willing to mm -hmm. come onto this podcast and like tell those crazy stories. 
yeah. like my story where I they're always invited man. saw Corona. Yeah, yeah, man. And, and thank you for the space because it means yeah. a lot that like, th- that's what I want to hear because if you're having it, like let's find each other and let's start doing this shit and yeah. we can use the P the PGM works, man. Let's use it. Yeah. Let's, I don't know. I, I feel I'm like not, we're going to start I'm to not, hear from if my CIA agent handler or whoever is like listening to this shit, I'm not like <laughs> trying to incite people to violence. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like maybe in 20, in 2023, I think we're going to start to hear from more operant magicians that don't necessarily have like a product, you know, to pitch, but I hope so. Are, they're out there. They're out there putting in work. You know what I mean? Like they're active, you know? Um, and like, they don't, they may not necessarily want to com- like they don't they don't want to commoditize what they're doing like but they want people to be aware that like yo we're active I'm active like, yeah this is what's going on so fuck I just me. want I want to see it rippling through culture me, you know, you know yeah. Like, yeah yeah so I, I think I think we're gonna start to see more more of that you know um you know, I, right. I, 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 yeah, I, I hope so too. Man. That'd be tight. That'd be dope. As, man, that'd be dope as fuck. I'm uh, so I'm doing this, this 12 day deal, this um, ancestral elevation that I was telling you all about, mm. and I'm gonna be doing it like over New Year's into the new year, and I really want to time it so that I'm in the middle of a ritual as that fucking ball drops. Mm. So that I end mm. the year in the middle of a ritual and begin the, you know what I mean? Because they yeah, say what you're, what you're doing is what you're going to be doing all year, you know? Yeah, mm. that's, that's interesting. That's huh. dope. I yeah. wrote down like at the beginning and when we started talking, and you you had mentioned that you're uh, that you're doing an ancestor elevation, right? I actually wrote down like I right, the beginning of the year, like an, like my ancestors are going to elevate it, you know? Hell yeah, you know. Um, so that's a that's a great idea. Uh, Dude, I'm doing, I'm doing, and I'm going to probably work this into being like a whole year long deal. We mm-hmm. talked about this, but, um, I'm doing ancestors of each sign of the Zodiac. So from Christmas, the 12 days of Christmas until epiphany, each mm. day I'm elevating a sign. Mm, interesting. And so this is just kind of like a test run because really ideally you do like multiple days per sign per group. Mm-hmm. Because I want to elevate each one. That's Where'd cool. you get this idea? Yeah, um, I just got it from talking to other magicians, man. That's tight. Yeah, see, and that's, that's the stuff we need to be word. doing because, like, yeah. because yeah. when you do these things, sometimes you meet beings like like Auntie Pearl, who's wait, wait a second, like, tell me something, mm-hmm. and then you yeah. learn things, and then you do them, and then you do them with other people, and it's like, oh, and then like Cyprian showed me how to do it, man, like. Oh, that's tight, dude. I was so I did a Cyprian Naveen at a launch. Yeah, let us know how it goes. Yeah. I want to hear about that shit. Yeah, I feel like I, yeah. I also think I also think we're probably gonna in 2023. I think uh some of the spirits in these catalogs are starting to we're, we're probably gonna, you know, we're probably gonna there's probably gonna be people that have either been doing work or started like really intense work with certain spirit like with spirits from different grimoires. And I think certain, you know, I think those spirits are going to start to take prompt, like they start to, they're going to start to come to the foreground, you know, you know, people like, you know, doing, doing dope shit. Does um, that mean that, does that mean Lucifer Praxis comes out this year? It's supposed Yo, Lucifer to. Lucifer Praxis drop. You know what I really want to drop? I want, I, I hope, I hope, man, I hope, 
I hope. I can only hope and pray. 36? Nah, the yes. SSM. I hope that. What's I that? hope the Suma Sapper Magic King. Oh, mm. I don't know it. Bro, you gotta, you gotta. Do you I know, need to look that shit up? You gotta look that shit up, bro. Put it like That's this. Cool. Put it like this. You know how, like, I'm gonna say this and the Thelemites are gonna fucking lose their shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So Crowley dropped Magic, right? He dropped that, like, the yeah. big ass yeah. blue book. The big you know blue what I'm saying? Brick. Yeah. Basically, what Crowley was doing, fucking, um, I can't pronounce his name. I think it's Berengario Ganell was doing in the fucking 1300s. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like a couple hundred, like he basically created an, an entire compendium of magic. You know what I'm saying? Like a whole book of magic. De- defined it in everything. You know what I mean? Huh. In the 1300s. Damn. And, you know, heresy. a number, a number See, of heresy people. heresy is following you around. Yeah. A number of, well, Hell this yeah. brings me to fashion. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, certain things go into fashion and they go out of fashion and then later yeah. on down the road, they come into fashion. So I'm sorry. You know, Crowley wasn't necessarily the innovator that people think that he is because Ganell was totally. doing what he kind of did, totally. you know, fucking like 300 years earlier. But anyway, um, I'm hoping that that book is fully transcribed, translated, and and published. That'd be because, sick. Because it is such a key, you know, it's such a key text, you know, for the for the Western Solomonic tradition. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. like it's just it's like it's wild. You know? I'm gonna look into that so, shit. I've never yeah, heard of that. There's a lot of you know, there's a few, I don't want to say there's a lot of people, but there's a there's a few dedicated people that are working on working on that. You know what I mean? So hopefully, Damn. you know, hopefully we see that's what I love movement with that. You know what I mean? subculture um, this subcultural shit where people are moving and translating all these books yeah like man. there's a little there's a little shadowy cabal of people yeah you know yeah. what i mean yeah which i think is gonna grow i think that i think that that little sub niche of people is definitely gonna grow you know what i mean you're yeah. probably gonna start to see more people partnering up and teaming up with joseph peterson you know i like your predictions this year my man i like them I hope they come to fruition, bro. Me too. I hope I hope I hope the majority of them come to fruition. Yeah, you know, they sound good. You know what I would like to see personally, me personally, me. this is what I would like to see. Uh I'm really so I'm really my biggest my biggest influences are the hip hop are the hip hop culture and community and uh Instagram food content. I would love to like dead ass, bro. Like uh, like I just see I just see the connection somehow. Um, oh yeah but i would love to see you know i would love to see like or hear like a podcast or like somebody create something where magicians are like taking like a recipe like a basic ass recipe and they're making it together and at the same time they're talking about magic that they've done like the same like the same that'd be that's a cool idea that sounds like that sounds like your podcast man it could be my podcast, yo. I might, I might. No, just that needs to be. That needs to be a video series, man. Because yeah. I want to yeah. see how these people move around the kitchen with each other. Yeah, too. I might. Yeah. I might. Oh, you have that. to. See I might. You have to. Plugging, see you got to. I might just be plugging my vlog for like, and it'll literally be like. Magicians. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I'll, I'll come through. We'll, I would yeah. come what through too, man. Cook? I would fucking love that shit. I don't know. Oh, yo, we'll yeah, make some dude, fucking. You and Tim should make some ribs. Like, yo, it'll be dope. Like, we'll just take like, we'll like. It'll be so it'll be so cool. We'll go to Instagram. We'll fucking take some food content. You know what I'm saying? People will get the ingredients. But I want to make magical food, man. I want to smoke the ribs with like certain holy Uh, loads and shit. You know what I mean? Like, but you gotta, but you, but you have to tell stories of of 
your magic why you're doing it yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, but because and, and if you get off conversation and like start talking some theoretical shit like no nah, it's all about know. stories it's yeah, gotta be just like, stories yeah. while you're cooking yeah exactly. that'd be tight that dude be you're right you dope. should do that shit that yeah, you do should it. do that shit. I, would I, I should do. I should do it, man. I should do it. You know what, man? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> promise it because I'm gonna have a bunch of motherfuckers be like, "Yo." Well, now me. you put the idea out there, so yeah. you're on a time. Somebody, frame yo, somebody yo. wants to do it with me. Holler at me. You know, we'll do that shit there's together. No one listening to this shit at this point, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, there's at least like six I'll motherfuckers that are you. like, "Yo, these motherfuckers Dude. are lit." <laughs> Those diehards, man. <laughs> I'll do it with you. Though. I fuck with these dudes. <laughs> For real, you know, yeah, I I feel like I feel like you know I feel like may, you know you'll probably also you know see a few people that have a different that just ha- that just look at this shit differently. You know what I mean? Like, like yo, look, even like like even like the whole you know releasing books and shit. Like, I'm not knocking people that are releasing books. Like, I'm I'll be like buying that. mad people's books and shit. You me, know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. Books are cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I fuck with the books. I fuck with the courses. You know. But that, but even that, that's still part of like that, that, you know, that, that crawling model, you know what I'm saying? That golden yeah, dawn, that totally, Israel regarding totally. model, you know what I'm saying? Where, where the shit just, you know, you know, so Filters I think, through I, written yeah. language. so I, I think we're going to start to see different kind of content, you know, um, at 2023 where people are just like, you know, first off, I don't have the patience to sit down and write a book, but I'll fucking, I'll film myself talking shit and laughing about the, the right. magic that I did that didn't work with somebody else that did even crazier magic and we'll talk about it and like it'll be valuable to the people that listen you know what I mean like, and we'll, so, have, and we'll oh, cook yeah. some good food that we can like eat together after that word and like what's be- what's like more magic than like sitting together hey. with everybody and like having a feast dude yeah I mean oh, yeah. bro let me tell you something man some of the most rewarding experiences that I've had have been mindlessly scrolling through Instagram, coming across some crazy ass recipe, and then going to the supermarket, getting everything to make the shit, making it, eating it, sharing it with other people, seeing how yeah. they react to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like telling it's, each other stories and shit. Us, it's like telling stories and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's that is that in and of itself is is a particular kind of magic, you know, or it's, it can it's be. human, oh, no it's quintessential you know? human magic. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's basically what we do. You know, we, we we come across shit. We like it. We're like, oh, this spell looks good. You know, whatever. Or I need, you know, I need X, Y, Z. You know, then we fucking go out and buy the shit. We perform it. We and find other people in, who have done it and we talk about it. Like, call in your shit. Call in your, um, your chef ancestors. Word. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. 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 Yeah, all the like, all the mamas who had to cook with nothing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Dude, you know they were coming up with some good shit. Guys, yeah, I, I love y'all. Yeah, oh yes. Yeah, we've been I'm going out of, for almost I'm out of steam, bro. <laughs> You've been talking all day too. Yo, this is like legit astrology podcast Dude, yeah, level I, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm barely gonna edit it, man. I don't even know that nice. I will. I'm just nice. gonna yo, whatever, like, yo. It's the here's end of a the fucking universe. conversation for y'all. Yeah, just yo, like, they're the Hanson brothers compared to this fucking podcast. Thank you for yo, thank you for having us on, dude. Yeah, it word, was like yo, fun really to share this, like it, I man. said. So Dude, Word. thank you for coming on, and thank you for, um, you know, it's time. cool that to, to end the year like this, man. I think it's yeah. fitting and good. Yeah, same, man. I think this is a foreshadowing for next year. You know, what hell I mean? yeah, so. man. We'll do it more. <laughs> I hope so. Word. All right, appreciate well, you guys. Later. Much love. Appreciate Take y'all. care of yourselves. Peace out. Later. So, did you hear the whisper? 
It happened at around two hours and seven minutes, but I'll play it again here as well. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. and that would be you the proper use that. that I think we're talking about. Right, know? exactly, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you, you but, know. But but here's my question to you, like. So please let me know what you think. Do you experience weird shit? Do your parents not like to tell their friends about what you do in the woods? Do you make more friends in a graveyard than you do at a party populated by living humans? Do you have interactions with beings that are not strictly considered human? Do other people look at you like you're crazy when you mention talking to trees in casual conversation? If you fist pumped or even just answered yes to any of these questions, you may be a nightbird. So let's sing together. If you'd like to come on the show and flap your gums with me, share your stories, or just talk about the malleable nature of reality for a while, then send me an email at tim at nightbirdpodcast.com. That's tim at nightbirdpodcast.com. I'd love to have you on the show. But until then, I gotta fly. But before I go, let me say this. Remember, you are never alone. I believe you.